from the supernatural Rube Goldberg grand design of death comes the film that will make you scared of literally everything around you. The franchise bold enough to have death itself as the main baddie, that's right, we're talking about the Grim Reaper Rodeo that is 2000's Final Destination. The story of a group of teenagers, and a teacher, who cheat death and dodge a John Denver demise only to have the original existential exterminator hot on their trails. How many teenagers does it take to make Atlantic Ocean confetti? Does a premonition a day keep the Reaper at bay? And how hard is it really to look both ways before stepping into oncoming traffic? Have your live electrical wires grounded and your tray tables in the full upright and locked positions, because tonight we are chuttling to our final destination. Not the chuttle. Chuttle. Surprise. Whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. So good. If what the actual fuck was a movie, out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuttle the Pod. Welcome, Chuttle Club members, to a brand new meeting of the Chuttle the Pod Horror Movie Club. My name is Brian, and I'm joined by my co-occupants of the pod, Ross and Sam. Oh, hey. Tonight, we test fate as we discuss 2000's Final Destination. Currently, not really streaming anywhere. Um, there's... Oh, fuck. You can rent it. <laughs> yeah, you can rent it. It's kind of like, I think, on like the sci-fi app, if you have regular tv already cable. or something mm-hmm. yeah cable so but i think it's edited right so i don't know <laughs> good luck <laughs> good luck honestly we just bought the blu-ray we bought the fi- we have the five film yeah. collection i don't know if it's still on sale but it was a great deal so it's at walmart now on dvd in a cool looking case Ooh. if Go you're to- still buying dvds it's out there um uh, we hope you can watch it or at least, you know, remember it enough. And in case you didn't know, uh, we're going to keep it spoiler free up top mm-hmm. and we will let you know when the spoilers are presented. But before we get into <laughs> our film for today, we joked about figuring out a way to entrap them into another franchise. And by golly, we, we did, did it. it. Welcome back, Cody and Blurgio from the horror bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> Blurgio's oh, in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Listen, we don't joke around. We're fucking coming back. All right. Yes, oh, wait. Can I of curse? Of course. I yes, yes, it's yes, been yes. a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Sorry, is this a Christian that. podcast? Uh, hold on. Another <laughs> format change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Clean up top, and then look. we just swear after about five minutes. Oh, there we go. Exactly. Okay, perfect. See, I feel like next time we need we need a, we need like entrance Ooh. music now. Ooh. We need like oh a God. WWE like Sam, get on that. The horror bandwagon. You know? Or we just come on and just go, shut up! <laughs> and then that's it. Shuttle. Shuttle. What you prefer? We'll make it. Yeah, happen. Sam's our music guy. He he's he makes the beats. He makes the tunes. That's oh shit. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll cook something up. Make it seem. If you make it weird that, for making that's sexy, mean. that's what I. Air horns. Air horns. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Well. Thank you for coming back. Uh, we're very excited to go down this franchise journey with you. If you don't remember, they've been on our Wreck series. So go back, listen to those. Well, we got wrecked. We started with, with quarantine times. and then we got wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's mm-hmm. so weird to promote those videos because it's like 
quarantine uh it's the rec franchise minus, minus the first, the first one, one. <laughs> <laughs> we did quarantine minus yeah. the original I think, one. We, <laughs> i feel like i get it right <laughs> yeah we talked yeah. we talked about it enough. yeah we, mean, we, we, we do yeah we, I'm, we are completionists enough that we may have to circle back i mean this may be a very long time from now but we may just for just shits and giggles just do report. that'd be fun it'll be the last episode mm. of channel the pod <laughs> Oh That's my god! The very last. <laughs> no, I was gonna say you're all shuttled oh, out. Okay, I was gonna bring it to like you know we actually have like a recording studio where we all get together and record in one space. Oh, the, the first, first time we do that, that'll be great. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> all right. Uh, one last thing before we jump into it tonight, we have the Patreon where we gotta shout out our coven of witches. Your sacrifice gives us life, and we thank your beautiful souls. Mm. Don't forget, uh, the, the Patreon has all sorts of bonus episodes, so that's what they're getting over there. Some extra boiled down, some mailbag stuff, we're cooking up a few things over there, so so jump over into that and check it out. Access to our library of stuff that we deleted out of our feed. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's so true. You, know, you can hear the old format and all sorts of stuff in there. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of good stuff laying around. Just, Just laying, laying around, around in there. Just it's, a, it's like a messy room in yeah. there. We scatter our shit around. You find it. You, you know, it's, it's a <laughs> yeah. good time. It's good. The Patreon's you know, good, guys. Sp- speaking mm-hmm. of scattering shit around, that was a bad segue. I'm sorry. Good. But also, the horror bandwagon, check out their YouTube channel. Follow them on their social media. They do great reaction videos. I re- really good stuff. Speaking Classic. of shit, <laughs> scattering shit around. Speaking of absolute shit, let's talk about your YouTube. Yeah, that was a horrible <laughs> segue, Sam. We got to work on that. Worst. <laughs> oh my god! Usually, you can just take That's the last so thing funny. someone said and find a way. But and this is I after just... I literally was like, "Your Patreon's good. <laughs> yeah. You're just, I love your Patreon." I'm just gonna throw you a bone, Sam, and say that you quietly said. So speaking of. Spreading the spreading. shit around. Mm-hmm. That's our uh, YouTube. It's oh, good shit. it's good shit. Exactly. It's, good shit. Yeah. it's good shit. You know, it truly is the though. nice, clean, like plop. my wife loves <laughs> it. And- <laughs> like a single. <laughs> 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 oh, yes, yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that's the time for us to now jump into this movie half force, not full force yet because we're not into the spoilers quite yet. So our spoiler-free tagline for tonight. After a group of friends narrowly escape a devastating disaster, they realize that death itself is hunting them down one by one, forcing them to unravel the mysterious patterns and confront their inevitable fate. Who made it? This movie was directed by James Wong, written by Glenn. I don't want to get anybody confused. You know, James Wong. Yeah, they, you got to make it clear. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Written by Glenn Morning. Excuse me. Morgan. Glenn Morgan, James Wong, and Jeffrey Reddick. Uh, I don't know. You may know Glenn Morgan's name. He had to do a lot with the X-Files. Uh, James he, Wong as well. They yeah, were exactly. like writing James partners and did yeah. a ton of X-Files shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this was going to be an X-File um exactly which at watching it knowing that i was like god damn that makes so much sense i can see it all it does yeah and we it, said it, it reminded us of like a twilight zone and it is that makes sense. yeah it's there's yeah. a uh what is it uh 22 is the name of the episode so uh woman yeah has premonitions of her demise there's another movie it's also 
kind of modeled off of. So it has a lot of influence and just kind of where they're and what they're trying to do with it for sure. But those are our uh, writers and directors behind it. Key players in the film, Devin Sawa as Alex Browning, Ali Larder as Clear Rivers, Kerr Smith as Carter Horton, Sean William Scott as Billy Hitchcock, Amanda Detmer as Terry Cheney, Cheney, uh, Chad Danella as Todd Wagner, Brendan Fair as George Wagner. The only reason I mentioned him, he was the brother of mm-hmm. Todd. I don't know if anyone ever watched the show Roswell, but he was in that show. Oh, so that's where I, I always think of him from. You? Yeah, <laughs> shout out to old, old, Roswell, old like... WB show about teens that were aliens in Roswell, New Mexico. Classic, classic cool. WB stuff. <laughs> CW, you know, you know all that good mm-hmm. stuff. And then Tony Todd uh, as. He's just credited as Bloodworth, but he's Dr. Bloodworth or Mr. or something like that. Uh, so those are, he is something. He's it's fantastic. Uh, those are who's in it. Let's get to the gore o meter. Basically, on a scale of one to the one to the ten, the psycho to the sadness. <laughs> How gory is this film here? Consistency. And intensity. What are you going to give it? I'm at a 3.5, I think. Certainly not very consistent. On the occasions we do get it, it can be a little intense. It's a nod towards the intense, a had tip towards the intense, but it's still very pulled back, I feel, especially for an R movie. I'm assuming this is R because of all the fucks mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I would have thought I would have got a, a bit more <laughs> it's a gore. Of fucks in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I I forget how tame this first entry is mm-hmm. compared oh, to yeah. the other. Like, again, we haven't I, we haven't seen four or five. He hasn't seen like number two, but I mm-hmm. I've seen the first three, and compared to those, I forget that this was not as gory. And I don't know if it has to do anything with like the like column post columbine era they had to kind of really like do like cut shots and turn yeah. away from mm-hmm. things but there's still gory moments yeah i mean i would i don't know man my initial one was a five where it was like i think it wasn't when you got them especially there were certain scenes where like re-watching again were pretty intense i guess hmm. you know mm. um but it wasn't over the top by any standpoint like, I give it some nods because mm-hmm. there were some really good, like, some, some good deaths. There were some pretty good deaths in this one. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mm-hmm. gave it a four. I gave it a one for Can't consistency. Hear you, big dog. Oh, shoot. See? We're just making the joke. I do this all the time. <laughs> I did. Uh, I gave it a four. Uh, a three for intensity, one for consistency. Mm-hmm. I agree with mostly what you guys are saying. It definitely could have been more. Yes. But it was pulled back. I feel like that to kind of play with the tone of the movie, but we can get into that a little bit, but it's, it's not as it's, it's trying to be, I don't know, ser- more serious in, in some ways. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't go agree. overboard on what the deaths are, but, but still playing into that for sure. Four for me. Yeah, I agree. Beautiful. Yeah. I think that kind of sits it right around there. So who is this horror for pretty much asking what kind of horror sub subgenre belongs to how to watch it, all that good stuff. Genre. We'll start there. I listed it supernatural. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, supernatural thriller. horror. You know what I mean? Like it would be disaster. Like, yeah. D- yes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely falls. And I have into an interesting one movies. as well too. But teen thriller mm-hmm. or teen and thriller. Yeah. And yeah. teen thriller. Do you think this would be like a slasher? That's what I was gonna say too. A slasher. <laughs> it, it's like a. Um, 
It's like a, it is a slasher. The wind. It's like a slasher like chameleon. A <laughs> you know what I mean? As in, like it plays like it's a like, slasher, yeah. but it's not a slasher. It's like some sort of presumed entity or thing or whatever it's is essentially a chasing a slasher. But yeah, you could loosely apply those kind of rules, uh, not rules, I, but yeah. that logic it to it. Just like format. a slasher movie without having a slasher in it. Right. Which is yeah, because if if you really love slashers, but you hate the fucking to see the fucking killer this one's for you (laughs) (laughs) for you yes (laughs) if you want to be constantly worried about like (laughs) shit going wrong to kill you this one's also for you this one's for Uh you oh Oh, definitely yeah if you want to like fucking worry about everything even more so this is great see i am a very big person that gets scared of like minor things that happen i i'm also like what what do you call me call me a lot why are you putting this on me no the person who like diagnoses themselves a lot oh you're a hypochondriac for I'm sure a, i'm for sure uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, literally, I have a tickle in my, my throat i die i'm, I'm dying in, <laughs> in the next two seconds so this movie's definitely like Oof. got me in its grip oh sure yeah i felt i felt when the I, anxiety when, when when i told my wife we were doing these and i was like so i i just got the movies do you want to watch them with me and she was like what makes you think that <laughs> of horror movies those are the ones I, like she already freaks out about all that kind of stuff anyway yeah. those weird little things about things being a certain way for safety reasons that are like mm-hmm. wildly th- things that would never ever happen so yeah that was a big no <laughs> sure <laughs> all right so then how to watch this this is kind of we I pose this question this way. Is it something that you want to watch in a kind of quiet and serious manner or a loud and schlocky manner? Like instead of, you know, alone or with a group of people. I think it goes for a serious tone, but I think loud and schlocky is the way to do it. I think for a first time viewing, I think quiet and serious more like kind of just watching and hanging out in it. I don't know. I don't know if the first time I, I don't know. See, I think the rest of the films are loud and schlocky because of how they go about certain deaths. This one takes, it's a little bit more serious and has spurts of like, gets to that level. Yeah, exactly. See, but, and and maybe this is just being colored in by my thoughts after viewing the movie, but I feel like this is supposed to be like, just because the movie wants to be serious doesn't mean I owe it to the movie to also be serious (laughs) watching it. Okay. See, but there's, I feel like there's nothing like, you by yourself in a quiet room it's raining outside and you put on this movie and it kind of just you're alone with your thoughts mm-hmm. and just you know watching the movie from the beginning because it sets the tone from the beginning i feel like it would be great for like a quiet by yourself watch. but first time right you want to do first that time. on a second viewing no i mean i could do that on other viewings and be happy with it but like the last time when i just watched this for it yeah i was alone and kind of like into it and it, it yeah. was fun and it, and it arose certain anxiety especially with the opening you know disaster which we will you know what we'll get into it so is this for That's beginners amazing. i say yes I say i'd say yes. this is yes. a fine beginner movie more than Definitely. fine i'd say this is a great beginner movie actually if you want to like mm-hmm. play around in the world yeah. of horror totally you're getting into horror final destination is a great one to check out yeah <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, and we're gonna go have a call out to the Chuddle Harbing, uh, the Chuddle Harbinger of Doom, and see what they say. Um, this is kind of our new. Who is it? Not forer. Mm-hmm. Um, we okay. have our little Mothman that flies in the Doomsayer. Yeah. 
Um, probably would say anyone with a fear of flying, stay away. If you've got a fear of flying, sure. um, household <laughs> instruments, uh, coffee mugs, <laughs> um, everything. This is a weird one where it's like, it, I guess like flying, uh, there's definitely child death. Like they kind of point that out in the beginning of the movie. Um, oh yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Our yeah. teens children. <laughs> if you're afraid of trains. Yeah. Automobiles. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. buses. The big uh, in, per- in particular, death, like, buses is the big thing. But like, they they put emphasis on <laughs> a plane crash. Yes. Buses, yeah, for sure. I mean, for but sure. yeah, to to hit the big. And I mean, if you're in the middle of an existential crisis, you may not want to watch this. Yeah, sure. or you might want to. I mean, it might put you in the right mindset. Is, this is weird. <laughs> I, obviously, like most horror movies, are going but to death. be dealing with death. This is literally dealing with death as like. As death it, and fate oh, yeah. and like fate, you are yeah. going to die as opposed to like you know a classic slasher it's like the death is the fun part of it this is supposed to be like god damn it yeah like, god I i'm gonna die like super, someday <laughs> if you're like superstitious like super like really superstitious and you know oh yeah maybe you want to stay away from this this huh. could lead sure. like oh i'm welcoming this into my house if you frequently <laughs> have dreams that come true yes probably Ooh, don't watch this movie yeah. If you're psychic yeah. or have premonitions, this is not the movie for you. <laughs> if you think you're psychic or have, think you have premonitions, yeah. yeah. Also, if, if you if are in that sure. category, <laughs> if you're not sure, yeah, just, just maybe avoid it. All right, over I think, <laughs> I think if you're even more skeptical than Cody, um, this movie is not for you because yeah. Co- you'll learn later on this movie. There, he, there's going to be some flaws that maybe right. pointed out I was saving with it? some designs we I can was save saving it. it we'll save it till later oh, we'll, death's we'll design. After we'll, the spoilers we will pull out the schematics for death's design certainly oh, we yeah. right, great. i can't wait to hear it who picked this why in the history obviously uh once again this is kind of a group effort where we just kind of pulled our brains together and be like what franchise are we yeah. jumping into personally i mean i remember more so i think i was first introduced to the final destination series with actually two mm-hmm. oh I don't know if I watched really? this before that. I think I watched two first and and then went de- back. And I definitely it. saw this in theaters. I remember like being, I think, middle school. What year did this come out? You would have been I'm about 14. Sure. This came 2000. out in 2000. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it, I feel like in my brain it was winter 2000 <laughs> because I feel like I was in eighth grade. doesn't matter. The I remember thinking it was okay but the bus thing in particular just being at school like that monday being like oh my god this thing with the bus is fucking crazy you gotta see this movie <laughs> i don't know why that stood out amongst everything else sure i feel that oh yeah i mean i i got introduced to this uh when it came out on dvd and it was at blockbuster i watched the first original one. Oh yeah first. yeah i think I, yeah i didn't yeah. see this in theaters i definitely saw it on home video for sure, because that mm-hmm. that poster and that that cover of that DVD, oh, it yeah. had that kind of like a, I'd say very I, almost iconic yes. to that time poster. Yeah, sexy I also teen thriller. Not, yeah, I did not see this one in theaters. Yeah, surprise. But <laughs> I I do think that Final Destination, just even as a franchise, is really interesting because I think it pierced into like the general zeitgeist of the time more than mm-hmm. a lot of horror movies do well, because you probably I, knew of final destination well but like of of all of the like horror movie commercials and stuff that would have been on tv i 
I think of the Final Destination franchise when I'm driving behind a truck that's covered in logs and right. like stepping mm. onto an escalator and like it it gets at something that in a way that not a lot of other horror mo- horror movies do, even just from the trailer, which I just think is really fascinating about this franchise specifically. And I'm certain we will talk about it more <laughs> later. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. So at this point, spoilers are ahead. Spoiler zone. All right. Best time to pause the episode if we enticed you with this movie and check it out if you haven't seen it yet. I probably should have said this right before I played that part. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to go full force. We're starting with kind of a twist and a new little segment here. This is our brief AI recap. Uh, my AI has been named Ava, so I'm calling this Ask Ava, oh. the synopsis of the movie. Ooh. They don't always get it right. Final Destination centers around Alex Browning, a high school student, who is about to embark on a class trip to Paris with his classmates. Mm -hmm. As the group boards the plane, Alice experiences a chilling premonition of the aircraft's destruction, witnessing vivid details of a catastrophic explosion. Terrified by his vision, Alex panics and insists on leaving the plane. Several of his classmates, including his best friend Todd, girlfriend Claire, no. no and a few others <laughs> reluctantly follow suit shortly after they disembark the plane indeed explodes in a fiery inferno killing everyone on board while initially re- relieved to have escaped a tragic fate the survivors soon discover that their escape was not a stroke of luck they begin experiencing a series of ominous events and realize that death itself is determined to correct the imbalance caused by their escape from the plane crash Ava's doing pretty well on this so far. We only yeah, got like that one little hiccup. Just the girlfriend was thing a, was mm-hmm. incorrect. As the movie progresses, <laughs> majorly incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> she wishes. She does. I mean, I don't know, but like, she wants by, that mouth breather. by mid movie, she's throwing baby around in dialogue pretty willy nilly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, excuse me. <laughs> As the movie progresses, one by one, the survivors meet gruesome and bizarre deaths that are seemingly orchestrated by an unseen force. Death's design manifests through a series of interconnected events, using everyday objects, situations, and circumstances to claim its victims. Each death is elaborately staged, showcasing the film's creative and often shocking death sequences. With mounting paranoia and desperation, Alex and Claire, who have developed a deep bond throughout their ordeal, attempt to unravel the mysterious patterns of death's plan in a race against time. They seek the help of a mortician named William Bloodworth, who possesses insight into the workings of death's design. That's not that's the not case. true. So, that's yeah, false. No, not correct. Yeah, they, that's, they, that's kind of the other. They break into a you know a place, and this guy's just there and goes hanging oh, out, hard. Yeah. and happens to know like he's, he's the doomsayer in this. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, you want to know how death in. works? Go ask your local mortician. But, yeah, <laughs> they're around it. They're around they it all man. the time. Trust me. But the way that he talks, we're probably get it but the way that he talks about it in this is like he's bffs like he went to college with death and he's oh, just he fucking loved he, yeah like he, yeah. they've been they've been hanging out like oh for sure poker nights regularly <laughs> as the survivors desperately try to break the chain of fate they face a constant struggle between their own choices and the inevitable force that pursues them along the way they uncover clues and patterns discovering that death will not be cheated and will claim its victims in the order they were meant to die on the ill-fated plane 
Ultimately, in a gripping climax, Alex and Clear confront death itself in a final battle for survival. Eh. Hmm. Their resilience yeah, sure. and ingenuity are put to the test as they fight to outsmart and defy the seemingly unstoppable force that seeks to claim their lives. Final Destination leaves viewers questioning the nature of fate, the randomness of life, and the chilling concept that death can have a design of its own. The film combines elements of suspense, horror, and psychological torment to deliver a chilling exploration of mortality and the impossibility of escaping one's destiny. Ava did pretty good on this one. Actually, yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, good. yeah. That got so, me so like passionate yeah. about this movie. Like, fuck yeah, spark something. Wait a second. Right? Yeah, that was a good yeah, kind of movie. Wait a second, Brian. Is, is Ava learning? <gasps> yes. No. Oh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right. Uh, before we jump into the thick of it, we're gonna go into I R I M D behind the scenes, the top seven. Oh, that number comes up a lot in the yeah. movie. Uh, what's the movie about? You know, little behind the scenes stuff. Shit. Okay. The story was originally going to be the concept for an episode of the X Files, which was inspired by another movie, Soul Survivor from 1984. In this movie, a woman who was the sole survivor of a plane crash starts to be haunted by the dead people that death uses temporary as vessels to try to kill her, to correct its plan, and killing everyone who suspects about it. Yeah. It's a weird movie. It's uh, strange. I, <laughs> at about the four minute mark in the opening scene Devin Sawa was supposed to be pretend to be asleep uh, like you know with the alarm clock and all that shit he had mm-hmm. actually fallen asleep for four hours <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Authentic act. that's uh, method guess, acting at it's best yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently they just let him sleep there uh, and then Jeez. the shot of Alex's bedside clock which fades from the 1am to the 180 took mm-hmm. five days to get correct <laughs> What? That it, I would, it? I would give Worth up after it. day two. I'd be like, we're not getting this, guys. Sorry, it's just not possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of lame but i i like it at the same time mm-hmm. i was like oh that's great it's a, it's a good oh, kind of cheese oh, it's a really that's good that's what they were cheese. going yeah. for mm-hmm. after five days they were like some guy needs to say this is kind of lame but they like it at the yeah. same time <laughs> <laughs> i'm not some guy the exterior of mrs luton's house was built in five days and the residents of vancouver didn't want the filmmakers to blow it up as they thought it was a nice house <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay that's right that's Apparently kind of they blew that thing up yeah. yeah the numerous appearances of 180 in the film refer to the film's original title of flight 180 new line decided to rename the film to final destination through fear of confusion with other films like air force one and con air better name final yeah. destination is a way better name yeah. than flight yeah. 180 flight 180 sounds like the name of the episode for episode. the x-files yeah yes (laughs) yeah absolutely features the shortest opening disaster in the film series the plane crash lasts two minutes so that's what you have to get ready for the disasters become a little bit longer (laughs) yes in the first draft of the script the survivors that get off the plane were seven strangers Uh, but due to teen slashers popularity at the time the survivors were changed to the high school class Mm mm-hmm and Alex was almost killed seven times. He was almost run over by a train, almost electrocuted while saving clear, nearly killed in an explosion, almost impaled in the face by blunt branches, almost drowned after a tree fell on him in a puddle and almost run over by a bus. And he was almost crushed by a neon sign. So again, seven. Oh, 
You'd think Jeez. death would be better at this. <laughs> what about the, <laughs> the plane that he almost blew up on? Does that not count because he dreamt about it? Yeah. I guess that, I guess that's <laughs> a springboard. That All right. That's his, Come that's on his now. Free, yeah. That's that's his freebie. That's the freebie. Did you say yeah. the wooden thing that he yeah. almost rolled down the hill? Oh, yeah, that's classic. Into? Okay. Because that moment, I like as soon as I saw watching this, I was like, oh, I, I remember that, yeah. that. I don't know if it was in the trailer. It or had what, to have been. But, mm-hmm. So that's it. Let's get into our first six tonight. Our scenes, our lines, interactions, characters, skills, skills, gore, craftsmanship, all that good stuff. I mean, to start it right off, opening title cards, I mean, I kind of like those. It has a lot of foreshadowing of the deaths that are about to happen in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think they're over long and kind of weird. <laughs> and the most book flapping in opening credits I've ever love seen. It. A lot of I love books, a good a book flap. A lot of book flapping. A lot of- yeah, I guess if you're a fit, when we did Who's the Horror for wind blown shit would have been a good yeah. answer. <laughs> if you just like that wind mm-hmm. shit, that wind shit yeah. for you. You gonna love this. <laughs> See, I the opening I love this opening credit. I think it's mostly having to do with the score. I think the score mm-hmm really makes mm-hmm. it for me. There's the, their final destination theme. Though you didn't like it. I, well, I, <laughs> I'm just usually generally not a fan of opening credits. Just like get me into the movie already. I can find out later who's Put in it. Put it in the closing. Totally. Yeah. Sure. It's, what is this, 1952? Right. <laughs> no, it's 2000s. This is what they were doing I, then too. I like some of the <laughs> ominous stuff in the beginning of it. I think like by the midpoint, when all the books start turning into like very weird biblical references and like all those, I don't that this kid's 17. So like it would have been funnier if it was just like normal books, tour books, and then like a penthouse or something or like, cause that's in his room. Well, he keeps the penthouse hidden. hidden. Well, should that yeah. be funnier? Is that what you wanted? You wanted the opening to be funnier? Not funnier. It's just, I don't know. More con- <laughs> I guess it, it, it's just it's heavy it's, it's incredible needed more boobs yeah. I yeah, think the uh, opening yeah, credits needed more boobs just, yeah. just, a, <laughs> just a floating nipple across the entire right? screen it's like 10 minutes of wind where's the boobs why isn't it blowing up no, this is not what I came for I think just in con- I think just in context to our main character and in his bedroom it's like I. it was believable stuff because it was like about the French Revolution and he's about to be on this flight and all these things and then it just takes this 90 degree return into like baroque and like uh early renaissance just like paintings of hell and devils and demons where i'm like just like all right pages from the necronomicon just like (laughs) what movie is that sounds like my room in high school (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i i I watched it twice and tuned out both times because it is over long (laughs) right Unless you're into like a little weird paper flipping boy, which is all cool. Oh, that's great. A little book flapping freak. Sets up our, our, our main villain, Wind. No shame. Wind. All right. How um, I like another part. Uh, so all that kind of happens. It's, you know, Alex getting ready, packing the suitcase. And I, I wrote this as a total dad thing to say. How'd my suitcase work out for you? Like, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. like, oh, you guys, are you prepared to say that to thing. your kid when they're using your suitcase? 100%. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's true. There's well. a lot of funny little things like that. That I um, the line I had what was the line that the dad says, "Oh, you've got your whole life ahead of you," and Devin Sawa takes that like it's like some ominous thing. We're like, why? Why are we doing? There's been no reason. We just met these people. Like, why is <laughs> oh, this? Yeah. a sudden. No, Devin Sawa starts at like a hundred. 
I'm nervous. That shit. I love if you it. saw the trailer, you know what this is about. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> we got to establish the paranoid the whole everything. Time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed the Pecker poster. I did. I was going to make a comment about that, but I didn't know if anyone knew Pecker. Yeah, the 2000. <laughs> I, I don't think I saw it, but I can't help but remember a movie came called Pecker. It came about out a photographer. in the early 2000s. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James Pecker. <laughs> James Peck. Pecker. I will say I I always I want I want this like a prequel, not a prequel, but like a movie that will go side by side to this one where we have the lens through the mom because I feel so bad for the mom. She she had the <laughs> the, the little thing on the on the luggage, the little tape. The, what, what is that called? The luggage tag. The mm-hmm. luggage. Wow. The luggage tag. And he's like, Mom, don't do it. It's superstitious. And then she just rips it. Later, she finds out like the there's a fucking, fucking blast in the airplane. Down. She's probably depressed out of her mind from from but, there on out. But they, they they take it off at the airport before they put it on the plane. I don't know. I'm superstitious like that, and I grew up having to keep that <laughs> um, tag. I'm just saying, like, that, like that's is the whole the rule... reason this happened. <laughs> <laughs> but like, is she the rule... thirty nine people? <laughs> 200 and something people. 287 oh, that's true. people or something like that. 287 yeah is the rule that it can only be taken off by somebody putting another one on right after that maybe yes. yeah, I don't know I know for a fact that that woman <laughs> I've never heard of that I, rule, I think actually. that's the only way it's ever been done because in he history. said he said this specific luggage tag got it back here safely so it must be good luck right but they're but putting a new one on. They're going to ri- no, right. gonna the- rip it off anyways. He's 17. He has no concept of international flying. <laughs> like, That's true. You know, I, but I will give you to this. Devin Sawa. He, like that mom's never going to touch another piece of luggage as long as she lives. No. No. She yeah, ripped he had it. to pack his stuff himself before he flies to France. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> the Devin Sawa, I, I mentioned it, but he... Is does the most mouth breathingest acting I've ever seen in my life. When oh. I noticed it on my second watch, I noticed it right away. I think the only times he closes his mouth is when he's like looking into the middle distance while Claire's talking to him. Every other time, he's just kind of like standing there, <laughs> mouth agape. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I I mean I listen. I I'm a boy who like had a crush on Devin Sawa. Still sure. does. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> I think that's his acting. He do, he did a lot of that, like in Idle Hands, like just mouth oh, agape, yeah. like all the oh, time. Yeah. So I tried to remember though. Does he do that now? Did he do it in Chucky? No, he didn't do it in Chucky. Okay, someone so told him to close his mouth. He learned to close his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just a, a quick. It's probably one of those things. He's just where finding he looks himself. Back. I, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like maybe if I, what if I can be like known as the guy? Just has his mouth open. Yeah, yeah I think you're right though, because I when I pictured young Devin Sawyer, the stuff I saw him in, you it was the same thing. Idle hands and just uh, mouth agape. What SLC mouth punk. agape? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Too many hits of acid. I mean, then we're gonna lead up to that. That all you know runs by and stuff, and then we get into our airport. I mean, my next note is that the cool teacher, cool teacher, quote unquote, like, tells the Harry Christian. I don't know to why she off. has to. Yeah, what was that the about? The dude, the dude on that <laughs> teacher was amazing. Leave my student alone. Do not harass him. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Awesome. <laughs> 
I I will not be convinced that the part where they're getting off the off the bus at the airport where we just hear the white zone is for loading and unloading only is not an airplane reference. <laughs> oh, it's that whole shot. Yes. Everything about that felt very airplane. It was very riveting. Very yeah. airplane. So I mean, it, it probably it, it could have been. So yeah, we have cool teacher mouthing fuck off. I don't know. I think the I had another note that the the JFK flight board flippy board thing that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool. That doesn't thing. happen anymore, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's all, all screens. electronic screens now. It's lame. Like if I, I saw if that, like... I'd freak out. <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is <laughs> happening? Even though that's probably natural. Natural. If that's like a known board, it could still like be up at JFK and just have the one thing up there as a cool thing to check out. Oh, true. Departed, but it's probably broken. That <laughs> 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 seems like it, but yeah. Um. Then my next note is just the teacher breaks up the brothers fighting, but doesn't care about the two people just fucking sitting on top of each other, making <laughs> out. Fucking like <laughs> having <laughs> that, like penetrating each other, full squatting on each other. Also, also, we missed the part where we, we as an audience found out that Clear is an is a smart person because she's oh. reading before we oh, get yeah. to reading. that can and we just talk the about right. the fact yes can mm-hmm. we just talk about how several people say claire in this movie i thought her name was claire until her, i looked it up on imdb it's clear it's clear 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 clear, yeah, clear, rivers. clear rivers what brutal i can't so good uh, <laughs> i did like all right the, amazing the oh, man Obviously, the he has the premonition, but the fight with Carter, Carter's character in this movie, is the most insanely aggressive character. Anything sets him off, like just the sheer, just, just I don't know that entire scene where he just goes and just pops him directly in the face is so funny to me. I laugh every time I've seen this movie on just how blatantly, like, what the fuck. <laughs> Well, that man does not stop being a dick on like Mm -hmm. from the first frame till the last one. He is a complete dick. Assault and battery, attempted murder. (laughs) We've got him on so many charges. Like you need to you need to grab his character and place him in like a Stephen King novel. Like I feel (laughs) like it's just (laughs) sometimes they come back. (laughs) It's why it's so strange that later what's his name? Scott Sean William Scott? Billy. Billy, Billy, yeah. and Clear go in the car with him later when he's like in his madness. I I don't know why they do that because everything oh, I up why. in their lives they probably up got threatened <laughs> because Alex knows who's gonna die next. I don't know for some reason Clear convinced them that to go to him because he's hiding or something. Alex like that. is correct and they need to go find him. Mm-hmm. It, well, I was going to say, Billy's probably thinking that inside the car is the safest place because normally he's being trying trying to avoid being hit by the car. So if he's inside, that's he's true. safe. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Sweet car. Carter is the worst. And Carter is the perfect name for like a dick whitehead jock. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I like the FBI agents in this too because you can clearly tell which some of the lines that were written for Mulder and the other ones that were written for school. Like it, it was it, like, you could tell this was like X file and they were like, can we, do you think they're going to notice if we keep it? No, don't just keep it in, just throw it in, keep it in there. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're funny. And they're, they're probably also like, they also feel like, God damn it. Our case involves all these teens we have to deal with. So many teens. Like imagine mm-hmm. like, yeah. which also <laughs> at a point apart where, you know, you see the, the, the two of them making out or whatever. I was like, 
at this point in the film, I'm thinking how terrible it would be to have to chaperone this trip. The worst. Imagine oh fucking God. going to Paris with 40 hormonal teenagers. Like, nope. They only have two, two chaperones. Teachers. Yeah, two teachers. Two. That's it. That's it. Because this, this is 2000. Oh, yeah. This is like, like 99, 2000 when you could actually like get away with having like under about 50 teenagers in. Two people Yikes. watching them, and that was totally fine. Like that was just like above board. Everybody's parents signed off for it. Permission slips were filled out. Yeah, no problem. Oh, yeah, I mean, we're at the age where we're saying it was so different and wild when I was a Back kid. Back in my day, <laughs> but I mean, is it what? What is it? The premise of what's what's that Spider-Man movie? He's going overseas on a school trip. How many of them per chaperone are in that? Oh, they're all hormonal teens, aren't That's they? True. <laughs> well. That is a good point because, and and we pointed out when when we were watching it too, that I had the opportunity when I was in high school to go on this like extracurricular trip to Italy, and there were I think three adults to forty kids in that. Wow. So probably like the norm or whatever. It, it it'd be terrible. I they just scared us. Happens. They just scared us with saying if you guys fuck up then we will make your parents pay for a last minute, most expensive ever ticket back oh, immediately. Yeah, I would be on my best. Well, and these are so, also like, they, they are teens, so they'll probably get into some shit, but they're like young adults, you know what I mean? It's not like you're bringing a pack of wild dogs or something. It's, well, it's not middle schoolers. Yeah, oh my God. That's what you're saying, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Could you imagine, See, could you imagine I, if they were just middle schoolers, if this movie was just about a bunch of middle schoolers? Fucking Christ. Stop it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That actually be more effective, I think. Oh I think I'd believe it a little bit more. Oh, that would be so but wild. I kind of feel like this cast needed like a schlubby character. Like they're mm. from Long Island. I needed some like yeah. Italian like meathead That's in this movie. True. Because everyone's just like straw like I mean, they're all like twenty five year olds playing sixteen yes. year olds right now. So <laughs> That's what it but felt like. they're all just like hot teenagers. Like yes. they're all like Strong jawline. They're like, Billy, I'm like, the, no, yes. we need like so much schlubby. The character Billy of Billy been a schlubby nerd. He, he was supposed to be Sean William Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to be, and then I forget what the the thing was, but Sean William Scott. And not a single New York accent. He was accent. fine, but that's that's not where he shines. It didn't work. With the, yeah, it was ridiculous. My God. Which is weird because Sean William Scott is the douchebag in movies. Right. Yes. He would have been a better Carter though. Like, yeah, I think totally. so. It's also, man, get when they board the plane and. Obviously, like seeing the trailer, you know what's going to happen. And they still show the baby and they still show the mentally impaired man. Well, that's the point. It's yeah. just like that. You're sitting there going like, oh, wow. They, they knew what they totally were doing. They'd be a they fucked knew. up God to take down this plane. Dope. A really, fucked, a really up fucked up God. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, before that, don't forget. Oh, my fucked up God. Oh, my fucked up God. <laughs> this movie should also be for all the poop freaks out there because there's a whole shit dialogue scene Irrible, that's oh, yeah. ridiculous that, that I do not remember in the back of your nose or whatever <laughs> I'll be thinking of you I love that yeah, Todd's was... pickup line they have the conversation and then they cut to them in the bathroom doing it <laughs> yeah and then we see Todd sit on the toilet later too yes wow oh, oh, but when they're in the bathroom doing on. it when they're in the bathroom pooping, that is where we get the spooky John Denver where again mm -hmm. it's like you know what you're in the for the ghost of John so hearing a song where someone who wrote it died in an airplane mm -hmm. should freak you out, buddy. <laughs> to the point of the ghost of John Denver haunts Alex the entire film. <laughs> I haven't seen all the movies, but the third one has the best song. I think nice. so too, yeah. Um, so, I mean, plane crash. This is our big disaster. 
it happens fast but about it's that? fucking We're intense in yeah i mean like it is mm-hmm. it's it is. like you get um you get obviously explosions you get people sucked out of plane they get sucked off screen um yeah there it is uh oh surprisingly with the explosions you get goo you get viscera like i think there's like a canister that explodes that just pop oh fizzles, yeah fucking person pate all over the cabin just splats so that's yeah that's mm-hmm. one of our big goo marks and yeah, yeah it's literally like Honestly, a canister of paint, red of paint yeah. explodes on all the wall. over the wall was like oh my god i was like oh okay i forgot about that yeah, i was like oh okay <laughs> honestly the one that gets me is dude alex with the fucking fuel f- just on his face oh like, yes hit, hit that oh that entire sequence to this day gives me goo- uh, flamingo follicles um mm-hmm. i dude i don't know what it is because like even watching a thousand times like there's very few films i know what it is well, I know, I know. <laughs> watching as many horror movies as we do it's like a very desensitizing thing especially after seeing like final destination so many times every time i see that i yeah. get the same reaction every time and yeah. it's just that ugh. i honestly i honestly think it's because we stay on him for quite mm-hmm. a bit of yes. time yeah it's it like stays on it longer him. than you're used to you yeah. watch him like just get devoured and feel the pain, even though you're, he's not really reacting that much because it's probably like a dummy or something. Yeah. I don't know. But no, um, that was uh, Devin Sawa actually on fire. It <laughs> makes if it makes you sit in that moment and feel mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that like, oh, my I, God, that would fucking suck. I but even, be- even uh, before this, I think. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. You go. Oh, ahead. No, no. I no. have a note. I'll remember. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I I do think that there's so much suspense even before the actual accident, because for me, I get very nervous on airplanes. I just feel like I'm a mess. I'm just like telling everybody my flaws here. Um, but Please, I get people very do that. What do you do? Anything to deal with it? Do you drink? People do that. I'm drink, not that I encourage you to do that. But. Music. I turn mm-hmm. on music mm-hmm. and I just like you know, go to my Spotify, like whatever I download, but like this opening section where like they're lifting off, you can obviously see the panic in uh, Alex's face and just body. And um, as it goes off, you get a, like a view from the outside as it like lifts off. Like, I just feel even that in itself is very effective. And I think mm-hmm. they did something right. Yeah. There. This is like 100% something that, that has happened with us. Like not to the point of, of course, what? the, the entire no, plane is a premonition. But, like, <laughs> but we've escaped death, and it's after us constantly. It? <laughs> but it's definitely was like it about this podcast. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's the reason they. It happens right, right now. See, no, I'm the I'm the worst kind of psychic because I dream about the future, but I don't remember it till it happens. So it's like, like doesn't oh, do yeah. anything. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking bus is coming at you. Worst psychic. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things that this movie did, and I don't remember the marketing towards it, but I feel like I've definitely since then is that it's like, you know, the premise of this movie Absolutely. before going into mm-hmm. it. So all that feeling of like all this kind of over the top dread is just like, because the filmmakers know, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, yeah yes. Let's just pile it on, make it feel oh, dreadful. Totally. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what's interesting about everything's ominous. That's what's interesting about this franchise in general is that the way it was advertised even from the first film the big incident 
you already know way ahead of time. Like every single installment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you see that trailer, it's just on that crazy You'll thing. No, it's a plane crash. You a know, plane, plane crash. crash this is, is going to happen. Like, so, like, it's yeah. it's it's amazing on one aspect that I'm you still get that suspenseful because you know it's coming. It's like you're on that roller coaster going all the way to the top. And you know you're about to go on a crazy ride the second you buckle in. You're just like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, all right, all right. Because yeah, because you know they're gonna show that disaster. It's like it's like we're gonna see this fucking happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and then and I think that's where you get like the slasher mentality because you like you know exactly what's gonna happen and you just have to be in it and experience it. Mm-hmm. Agree. And it is. I think this. It it, it kind of. It, I don't know, man. It kind of dives into. Um, like it sounds weird, but like early internet, like disaster footage, you know what I mean? Where like you, you saw this is again, obviously pre nine 11, but like having mm-hmm. like crazy footage, like Ogrish or like early 4chan days and stuff like that, where they'd have like this gnarly car accident or like this crazy thing happened or this explosion oh, yeah. happened where it's like you're, you're, it's the voyeuristic version of that. And I think it, I, I Cody, actually to, to bring up your comment about how widespread this movie had became is that cause it wasn't a dude in a mask. Like it's just death. And like we're all very voyeuristic when it comes to natural disasters and disaster things, anyways. So having that as like yeah. the main per- like evil dude, death as you know, it's something that we all can. Well, that's it, yeah, it's exactly. the element of that. It could happen to yes. you realistically yes. too. The the, um, the yeah. machine, the the how it happens is all the spectacle of the movie. But it's like, oh yeah. You could die in a plane crash. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> my fucking uh, computer could explode and pe- a piece of shrapnel into my throat. throat and then I could yeah. blood well, around the house and then get a <laughs> knife put into well, my... <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> I will say it is very strange to, to see how lax they are when Alex is finally like, this place going to blow up. And it's like, OK, buddy, calm down or else we're going to take you out. Where, like drugs? now it's like everybody out like, now had he said right. there was a man on the wing different story entirely yes yes but jumping up and <laughs> yes. saying this plane is gonna explode yeah, yeah. pre 9-11 world and then yeah. getting exactly. dragged out and, and then the and claire just kind of just going of her own accord i like the fact that she was like watching everything clear. oh clear sorry claire clear. clearly <laughs> clearly it's not claire um uh, <laughs> so like clear sees everything and kind of just like i like the fact that she says that she like she felt what he felt on some kind of base yeah. connection. She's like, but she couldn't click it until he started saying it. Mm-hmm. I would expect nothing less from somebody named clear river. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That right? is so That's true. Someone, she's in tune. She's but let's also talk about like Carter, who's his first instinct is like, I'm going to beat the shit out of Instant. him right the now. Fuck up. I want to go to Paris. <laughs> He's, that dude <laughs> wants to just live the life he wants to I'm live and is die. pissed off at everyone else because they keep fucking it up. This is my life. <laughs> I live my life. I'm fucking. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> That man lives his life a quarter mile at a time. Okay. You cannot <laughs> tell me that Carter is not juicing in high school like this dude is on right but it's like not working because he's clearly not he's not he's doing it wrong he's (laughs) he does it to sleep Uh, yeah right (laughs) so so yeah they get off the plane the fucking explosion happens do you think it would blow out the windows like that no, no, no right? absolutely. Exactly. Not. That's what I said. No I was way. like, this is this is all for show. I, so also, I, also, sound travels at a specific speed that is much slower than what we see in this quick. movie. Totally yeah, not. exactly. <laughs> I felt bad for Billy though, because Billy literally 
accidentally locked himself in the bathroom. So, like, I mean, obviously, die either way. he was going to die either way. <laughs> but it was really funny that, like, obviously he gets on the plate, but, like, he missed the flight because he was taking a dump. And then, like, he couldn't. <laughs> and got locked, got locked in the bathroom, according to his. Yeah. I do genuinely feel bad for the teacher, though, because she oh, yeah. told the other guy to go on instead. And now from there on out, she's like, it's my fucking fault. I, do I mean, she like sounds up dying. I don't so. either. I, I She tells a child, you get away from you me, scare you scare the shit me. out of me or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was like, like, the way Jesus that she treats fuck. Alex afterwards, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's way too much. Fuck that lady. Super you know, that is fair. That no, is but fair. I, Which but I the mean, survivor's yeah. guilt that I think that they kind of really yeah, play on is like, yeah like soul crushing like when you go like that phone conversation yeah. that she has in her house is like so that's all believable, believable like i've real. grown up here everything yeah. i see used to make me happy but now it just reminds me of this shit yeah. totally get it but then to be like fucking kid oh me. my god he scared the <laughs> shit out of the fuck out of here. alex and todd both seem especially todd for just having lost his seem all right seem remarkably <laughs> fine yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> he does seem okay we gotta move it along alex, sam we got it's 39 days later yeah. 39 survivors <laughs> let's hurt dead we no, gotta move it along they're, going, they're gonna catch the yankees game initially he's like my brother's the one who told me to leave and then i, I left <laughs> wow like, uh, yeah, you yeah, sounded like like Jerry Seinfeld there for a little what's bit. What's the deal oh with that? What's the deal? With <laughs> His voice really threw me off. Actually, the second time, I was like, "This guy could have played Peter Parker at this time in his life." Totally. Oh, oh, very much Missed so. I would have seen that. I really thought so. We have the memorial, the eagle statue unveiling. I thought that eagle statue was going to kill someone somehow. It just falls on two people. Oh, for sure. Fair. Carter right? goes to chip like, his name into uh, or his girl's name into it. And it falls. And the on beak him. impales him directly in the heart. See, it's like, but we can't. That be we can't. That we would see that coming. We can't see that yeah. coming. Mm -hmm. That's it's the whole too thing. Obvious. Here, right? It's too obvious. Exactly. Okay, see, this so, movie is missing one major thing, though. I really needed a Creed original song Ooh. for this soundtrack. Ooh. It didn't have... Well, <laughs> it has one song that works, but it wasn't an original song nah. for it, I don't see, think. Nah, we need Creed It was like somebody heard back. that Nine Inch Nails song was like, they say that thing. We want that to be the, the name of our movie. Let's put it in that. there. Um, I think Carter yeah, doesn't yeah. listen to Nine Inch Nails. Well, that dude does no not way. listen to Nine not Inch Nails. <laughs> he was they listening to Creed. He was listening to Creed. Yeah. <laughs> Although, we'll just have to wait until the 30th anniversary, and then we'll just have to hire Creed to do, like, to do a song. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's so, because for a Christian band, they were, Creed. like, doing a song for Scream, yeah. for Halloween H2O. I was like, okay. Scream 3. Scream. Scream 3, yeah. <laughs> Scream 3. Scrathan. Maybe they weren't hot enough yet. Were they? I forget their reign of when they were lasting. No, two thousands would have been Happy Creed, I mean, right? Still yeah, pretty hot now. Yeah. Well, are they? I can you name up a my Creed song? Creed. Can you can you sing his Creed song right now? Sam. <laughs> With arms wide open. What's the one they did? What if? What if? What if? What if? Fucking what if? Guys. <laughs> Creed is not that was not Scott Stapp. Um, oh no, oh, it is Scott Stapp. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, hey, Scott. Scott. Thanks for coming on. Surprise. Oh, hey, really you. Thanks for Thank Huge fan. <laughs> um, I love the facial movements you make. I've, what I, okay. <laughs> when you talk. I love your, I love your facial movements. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> what I find really interesting about, I mean, we got to talk about the, the, the baddie death. Death? Death in this. Wind? Uh, wind. And so, okay. But not like the happening wind. Like, this is scary. Like, fuck So let's you talk up. about Todd's death. Let's yeah. get into our first, like, death making its mark and trying to correct things. Todd's mm, death. Blue toilet water. So I'll say I have another little piece of trivia to slip in here. The original plan was to have death as a much more obvious entity in the film. I can oh. sense so, that with like yeah. the weird shadows they see. And you like get the... that with Todd's death. So at the, to the point of Todd's death, they had that in there. So that's why you get the biggest like the shadow thing. thing. And that's why also I feel like why you get the, the water re yes, receding. I was going to make a point on afterwards because it's like, why the fuck does it do that? This is yeah, this exactly. death care. Is the death trying to frame well, no, Todd this as is, a suicide? Yeah. <laughs> no, Sam, right. Sam, no, you nailed it on the head. In this final destination, death, for whatever reason, literally is trying to like make this look like a suicide and then later in the film frames someone for murder. What's Who's the frame? Oh, I guess what that's just because... Uh, Alex shows up. Right? I don't know that you can that you can say death framed him for murder. He framed himself for murder. Yeah, exactly. He himself. walked in. He touched all the he shit. He very good point. Yeah, that's very true. I don't yeah, know. I mean, he this ran is... into a murder scene and touched everything. Well, yeah. <laughs> he ran back murder into a murder scene and, and touched everything yes. after being arrested. Everything. Like just all over the place. No, but it's like it's funny though because in in, in obviously not in a huge sport, but like a lot of the other things are incidences that happen to the, these accidents, and this is the one of the only installments where like it's a nefarious purpose to like it's supposed to be a suicide and then like ha like and then uh cleaning up its tracks like the water receding back into the into the tank is like it doesn't need it's fucking death it doesn't need to do that it's just being like oh man they're never gonna right they're never gonna know and it's, it's like, me yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I mean this this is where i almost feel my my overarching theory for this movie is that death is just an asshole and just decided to let all these people live so that it could have a little fun and go back and kill them all again. That's like, you, because you, you can't, you can't tell me that it was not deliberate to, to take this long to actually re-kill everybody. You could have just done it all like on the way home from the airport. If you really wanted them all to die, if you were, if it was that important to you, you mm -hmm. could just have them all get into accidents on the way home and that's it. But instead it takes months for death to get around to killing six people. Well, not even four people really at the end of the I day. Wonder, I, I just, wonder if it's because his quote is so big that for him to backtrack yeah, no, that, yeah. it's gonna take him like a fisc like like a, like an actual like 39 business days to kind of <laughs> i like to think of death as like an overworked like clerical person like he's got this stack of things that and he has to design how everyone's gonna fucking die so it's like okay we gotta do a fucking plane crash i gotta check True. my roster make sure all these people are on it wait and then like a secretary or, or, or someone comes to him and is just like, like um so death um remember that plane you took you took down six seven people got off of it it's, what like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. I'm still dealing with some shit over here. I'm I trying to design this whole fucking like sea sea world oh thing I got God. going on. So I gotta Poor fucking guy. figure out. Okay, all right, all right. Fuck these guys. I'm gonna do something special. Well, and then it's like he writes it out and like plans off time. It. Like that's that's overtime that he's not getting paid for. That he's that doing. He they, could... they, <laughs> that's true. So it's a little sloppy. It's like he's kind of trying to put it together real quick and then like improvising on the scene. Yeah, it, man. Like I don't know, toilet if water. This is his hobby. It's not like he's had billions of 
of people to practice on before this. True. Like, but, so, uh, see, I was thinking we had multiple deaths and they were all over words. <laughs> <laughs> like Whatever. Uh, what was that kinda. show, uh-huh. Dead Like Me, where it's all about the Grim yes. Reapers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or Somewhere. is it? Or is it like when, uh, when Peter Griffin in Family Guy encountered death, and death like sprained his ankle, and was laid out on the couch for a month? Mm-hmm. Could be. See, my vision of death is just that coyote from the Looney Tunes ca- like things. <laughs> He's just constantly putting bombs everywhere and just exploding himself. Yeah, bumble, bumbling oh, death. Well, mumbly, bumbly, yeah, mumbly, bumbly death. <laughs> how would you like to? Uh, how do you? How do you picture your you death? Your death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let us know. All right. So Todd does this whole like slips on the water. Like, in, okay. So here's the other big thing about these movies and like the death scenes. You know they're coming. It's built up to let you know they're coming, but it's also built up to be like, how's it? What's gonna? gonna how's it gonna happen? Because it's oh, all oh, just ordinary thing here. things. Oh, here's this little. What's it leading to? It, oh, he's holding a razor blade. Is he gonna? Yeah, it's like little of- teases here and there. They're like, yeah. you thought this was this? No. <laughs> but this film also loves to throw in. And they, I know they get into it again more once we push on in the series, but they play around within this of like 180, the imagery for 180 is just throughout the movie a lot. The number seven comes up a lot with this in the opening. Uh, well, Todd foreshadows his own death while aboard the plane. So after oh, yeah. the sure asking does. to, you know, he's like, no, don't do it. And like, does like a little, like cut it oh, like this and like hang shit. his head, like trading the seats. Yeah. Yeah. And then during the opening credits, two of the deaths are in the film are foreshadowed. There's a hanging doll, which one is pretty clear and something else we'll get into in the other one. And in the name, Todd's name is spelled with one D and in German, Todd with one D means death. Oh, so this is like a Darth Vader situation. How so? (laughs) (laughs) Vader. Well, in the... In the, in the sense that Vader is father in Dutch. So, like, okay. his name is Darth Dad. That makes, yes, yes, I get it. <laughs> I was like, well, he's not a robot. Um, <laughs> man, cyborg thing. Uh, but, yeah. So See, that's, I thought I was about to spoil Empire Star Strikes Wars? Back for a oh second. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a... Oh, no. It's, it's, it's a, there's a little Empire tattoo there. So oh, I, right, I, perfect. Star Wars is fun. So when Todd's eyes uh, go into his death real quick, when they turned red, uh, like bloodshot real quick, I just thought that was a real cool effect and effective, uh, you know, squeamish. I I did... I did really appreciate that because that is what would happen if he died in this way. Oh, like nice. all the capillaries in your eyes break when you are sure. being strangled. So, How do you know? like, don't you've... worry about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I appreciated that little that little hint of realism that came in when he uh, was tr- was trying to escape using only his feet and not his hands. Right. To just he was slippery. All the all the, the shampoo and conditioner there. and soap got everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. you couldn't get a grip. Death yeah, plan that, that was part of part of the Rube Goldberg machine was uh, all this all the soaps and shampoos are on the ground now. <laughs> oh, no. see, see, here's what happened. Death has gotten bored with how it's killed. Up until this time, it's done all standard killings. Oh, I mean, you plane crash. Show. There's so many all plane this. crashes. He's like, I'm going to fucking... I, he just discovered a Rube Goldberg gonna- <laughs> machine. 
<laughs> and like I'm just make got it look really like this kid him. killed himself. Like, yeah, fuck cool. it. What else are you gonna do? You've been killing forever. Might as well have fun with it. I like to think he's getting himself pumped at like when he like finishes the design from when he's like, oh fuck yeah. Uh huh. Like, he throws on party hard. He calls his wife into the room. He's like, honey, look, he's gonna did die it. in the bathtub, but I did it. <laughs> I did it. Well, what are you gonna do about the water? I'm gonna make the water go away. Why? <laughs> <laughs> don't you do all deaths can you die anyway and that'd be you just but get get out of here fucking come on <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to sneaky i'm trying a new thing all right uh and then okay my next note is about the mortician bloodworth and his entrance from like a cave crypt that's attached to the morgue <laughs> he comes in from like out of nowhere and starts talking about death just has one big ass monologue is that not what you would do in his scenario though bunch of kids well two kids break in to in the middle of the night by going through the ceiling mission impossible style Mm -hmm. and then like if you knew that they were there wouldn't you hide somewhere so you can scare the shit out of them while they are literally Mm. surrounded by dead bodies i would i mean i'm there with (laughs) you But I mean, what he other comes way? Out of like would... a cave, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He comes out yeah, of like this like weird like cave underneath. crypt thing. Like if you yeah. look at it, like to the side, it literally looks like this hole in the wall. It's a morgue slash to... haunted house <laughs> uh-huh. at the same time. Uh, but I'm thinking, like, uh, what other way would you be able to write in in order to tell the characters? This is death. It's an entity. It's after you. You know, use like a traditional prophet. Uh, old man reader on the type side of, of the deal. <laughs> a crazy person on the street yeah I think it's funny that they made it a mortician because it's like well clearly this guy's an expert so <laughs> on death he knows death Candyman yeah. is and the most well versed in death very true yeah. Andyman I feel like He's, I mean he, he, he plays it in such a way that's very menacing and like all knowing of what death is and all that kind of stuff. I think they could have had it too if it was a mortician that was not as over the top as he plays it. Yeah. Being a more matter kind of a fact. I've seen crazy stuff happen with death and almost not like it could have been I guess more believable playable. Oh yeah, no, and not the way he does it. A little hokey. It was a good hokey. You know what I mean? I mean, I love that. I mean, I think it's ridiculous. I forgot he's Um, in it from the beginning because I forgot too. But his main like quote here that I I just looked up is the in death there are no accidents, no coincidences, no mishaps, and no escapes unless you walk off the unless you walk off the plane. (laughs) (laughs) My second favorite quote from him is what was it? Uh. If you think you can get away from it, but beware the risk of cheating the plan, disrespecting the design, could initiate a horrifying fury that would even terrorize the oh wait, terrorize even the Grim Reaper, and you don't even want to fuck with that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's that, that's the classic uh, ridiculous line that he delivers. That's that's t- is it is it t-shirtable? That on a shirt, just that quote. It. Just the front of the shirt is just the entire monologue, and then on the back, it's just all in Morse yeah, code. And then just the photo of him with his weird finger going like, "I'll see you soon." Yeah. See, even better, what you do is you have the you have the whole like paragraph of the monologue, except you have it shaded so it has like the skull on it, like from. Oh, the- oh yes. yeah. Okay, we're doing that, right? I'd be down okay, for that. We're doing that, right? Down for that. <laughs> yeah, Tony Todd. 
Harbinger of Doom slash Magic Mortician Death Oracle. That was my note. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was what reads on his business card. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, and then we get, okay, there's when we get, you know, our, our Final Destination Nine Inch Nails song mm-hmm. and that whole fun scene of Billy oh, just hey, you know, it's funny, around. The note apparently I made for that <laughs> is Preppy Bad Guy pulls up listening to Nine Inch Nails. Doubtful. Should have been three doors down. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. 100%. All right. So this leads us to Terry's death and demise where she gets hit by a bus. That's my bus exclamation point. (laughs) Literally a bus out of nowhere going that speed because I don't know where it comes from. That's not important. It's also not important that it's like driving into an intersection that fast. (laughs) Way crazy. (laughs) This... Whatever, wherever the final destination happen and it happens in our multiverse has the most irate, not professional bus drivers in history. Worst bus, worst driver. bus drivers. Wor- like most, honestly, anything operating heavy machinery. This is actually takes place in the same world as speed. <laughs> does. Oh my god! <laughs> it's the speed, it's the bus, speed bus coming bus. across. Oh, no. You blame I mean, those bus drivers it's not their fault that's on there making little balls roll around under gas pedals or whatnot i don't know that person looked like they're going i don't know 35 okay. 40 and like a fucking tiny main street intersection in the buses death did it in the bus's defense <laughs> that's death baby um not in the bus in the defense. bus's defense <laughs> no one looks both ways like you i mean you were learned it's such an early age oh she just steps off just that mm-hmm. i just direct eye contact she knows she's stepping off the curb and then literally says, drop fucking dead. Oh, yeah. That was the Swam moment I was telling everybody are. about at school. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So the way that intersection is, too, if you look at previously in the scene before, where the bus would have come from is like blocked off and under construction. <laughs> yeah. It's, dude, so, it's, death, baby. It's, the re- it's the bus to, to death. It's the, it's the Reaper bus. I'm, I'm not. It's like I'm the not magic school anything, bus, but a lot you know, more I'm fucked not, up. I'm here for it, mm-hmm. but I think they they hammer out it a little bit better in the later ones. Oh, they really, yeah. I mean, by that they upgrade ambulances and a bunch of other. They really stuff. figure yeah. out the the deaths there <laughs> a little bit better. But the surprise hit by bus, um, everyone sprayed in blood. When Alex turns at one point, there's a little seven on his cheek in blood. Oh, oh. what? <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> so one there's um. When they step off the plane, every there's like foreshadowing of more deaths. Terry and Billy's deaths are foreshadowed mm-hmm. in those moments as well. There's a part where um, Terry's staring at Alex, and there's a picture of a like a bus in the background behind her. Mm. Wow. So there's one more for Billy's. Billy's, wow. I'll explain once we get to Billy's death. Wow! Oh, wow! Wow! I just wow. okay at this point, <laughs> I figured the FBI agents are having a real like tucker and dale versus evil scenario where like now like this plane thing has happened now all these kids are just dying <laughs> it's right. bad for for them they really, <laughs> really they really don't do a good job at everything that happens in this movie no. yeah. also i i can't forget that one of the agents name is agent track agent track they got beat on imdb his character name is not listed and i think it must be because because i immediately <laughs> went to imdb i was like did they just say agent shrek and it's just the actor's name with no character so oh funny. poor guy i um i mean like those guys are so incompetent at their job they got beat by alex in a canoe going across a lake. oh yeah who clearly oh, yeah. didn't know how to use a paddle did you see the way he was holding that thing 
It never mm-hmm. canoed in his life. No. It took a, it oh, took no. him four hours to get across that lake, <laughs> and he still beat the cops. I was gonna say that's good. The cops gave up on him. They circled back around. They kept looking around. Finally, got over there. What I don't understand is like. And and they literally said, like, oh, you said the plane was going to explode. Then the plane did explode. So we're just going to let you go. But then more people start dying of the people who were supposed to be on the plane. Uh, and, and there was one person who you said you should have been on that plane indicating you want him to die. And yet we just let this guy go free even mm-hmm. after other people start dying. Even Agent Trek starts to believe Alex and the other detectives like moron or something like that but it's like i think that i honestly i think that's probably the most unbelievable thing in this film is that the fbi agents like we don't have enough to hold him like that's like that's ever stopped the fbi (laughs) from anything like yeah like this guy literally said like this thing's gonna blow up they would have had him in in, like a a a bunker somewhere pre-9-11 yeah very 2000s view of uh yeah 2000 view of the Mm. fbi Uh, so next up is Mrs. Luton's death. This one is bonkers. Um, oh, she freaks out because of the oh mug. First of all, <laughs> that is the weirdest fucking shot ever. <laughs> when she, oh, I thought there was like, gonna like, be like a bug the, in it or something, oh, yeah. but no, it's just she it's, saw I the mug. I thought it was too hot. I thought it was too hot, but that can't be it. No, she 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 chose this mug and then later regretted it. It's the summary yes. of how she died. <laughs> Isn't it from like no. her high school? Or something? Isn't it the high school's mug? That's why she- it's from the yeah. high yes. school. Which yes. Is also, oh, wait, there's okay. three references to assassinated presidents, and this mug is one of them because it's like Abraham like Abraham Lincoln or something like that. We have JFK, and then I think there's another. Oh, one in here too. Yes. What's the I, other assassinated president? <laughs> you let us know. Yeah, let us know. Um, <laughs> tell us in the Discord. <laughs> so she tries. She so she fills that up with the hot tea. Freaks out. Spills that. Is like, no, I can't. But I got to get over it. So I'm going to put some vodka in here instead, which causes the mug to crack. Which she I starts. It's because it wasn't vodka. vodka. It was jet fuel or something. It had to be yes. jet fuel. <laughs> yeah, I obtained. I mean. <laughs> Also, never mind that a mug would not crack like that. That's death, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's de- uh, that's all in death's plan. See, it did de- that death is so powerful that it can herself. change the physical and chemical nature of substances, and yet it can't kill these couple kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, because know, again, it's bored. It's having fun. It's like, what can somebody. I do? I can't just kill anymore. Or someone new is taking over that doesn't know how to death. death. I, I don't I just think of it like this is this is hobby death. death like this is off time death he's off the clock so he's just kind of like hey I think I could let me, t- let me tinker with this or it's outsourced I, oh my god it's outsourced <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's just like a lower level death. demon who's just like all right so I got to do what now this is Brad. I, I need don't know. you to okay. kill yeah, these seven it. people Tom. for me but I have these unpaid intern unpaid, yeah. unpaid mm-hmm. intern. that's precisely <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, so okay yeah so that leads to her like was she turning on her computer why did she lean over that no she leaned over the computer that was off okay and this actually could be explainable potentially i guess depending on where depending on where in the circuit of the computer that the vodka hit because the power switch is off right so anything that's upstream of the power switch wouldn't have power to be able to short but if it was hitting something that was downstream of the power source or the power switch, then there would be power to it because it's plugged in and it could short. 
I guess theoretically. I still call bullshit on it, but that one is at least explainable. So, I mean, I recently, Sam knows about this and Ross too, because I freaked out. Uh, I had a bunch of water fall onto and into my computer. Um, Mm -hmm. And it wasn't turned on, but it had a power supply to it. So I just unplugged it, removed all the parts, let it air out, and then put it back in and then turned it back on and it started up fine. My thing is that like, if it's like at this point, I don't think the ice is melting and going in. So I don't think it's water. I think it's the straight up vodka. I think if it, it goes vodka. in and touches and doesn't do like, I don't think that's doing anything to the computer. I think it's drying up actually quicker too, if it's well, fucking and, alcohol. And you <laughs> could argue if... It- if this somehow is she is drinking a <laughs> vodka that is strong enough to burn on its own, which we all know she isn't. It's strong uh, enough she, to explode. It, yeah. Get yeah. that too. D- well, <laughs> oh, it's fucking don't get Jeff me started. <laughs> but, <laughs> some fucking... but, at, but at that point, there's probably too little water even to short. It's like... Exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. just going to be so much alcohol. I don't alcohol. know why that one stood out, one, but because, I was like, there, there's another way to have an inciting incident yeah. here, I think. Well, it's like this one in comparison to the other deaths that we've seen, or well, I mean, like the the suicide, is that like this one in particular, like this is so outlet because it goes across an entire house. So it goes from like yeah, cups to liquor to computers to a cutting board, you know what I mean? Like we weren't ready for the nice level block, of it. Yeah, with the oh, with and the, then the fucking explosion and the chair. That to me, yeah, it's her it, horrible, though. awful, no good, very bad yes. day. Like, yeah, I fucking <laughs> love it. Yes, one hundred percent. It's like an opening to an episode of Frasier. But we also get wind. We get a wind we, blow to start us off, though. Too the, remember, a but wind the window blow through a is closed, closed window, and we uh, spooky. Don't we get to Reaper Vision in the kettle's like reflection or something like that? There's a little. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah which we got in the reflection in Todd's mirror. A little you know, shadow as wave. Far, as far fetched as this scene is and it's just bonkers it is a little bit of a precedent as to what will be the totally, other movies totally right it just yeah, yeah it's it's a yes. little bit more bonkers for what the tone is so far yeah, yeah. Is, it feels like it feels a little more slapsticky but i loved it i feel <laughs> yeah. that this starts off like the was it like the six degrees of kevin bacon where it's just like this is like you have to go from one outlandish point to another like the ultimate someone's going to die but it's just how far and how yeah. crazy can we make the scenario domino itself into getting an explosion that impales a butcher knife mm. directly into your sternum yeah see, this that, scene, that i could see an audience so reacting well couldn't can't not laugh at it as soon as yeah. she starts reaching for that rag uh, and after everything that's been happening you're just like oh come on and the fact that the biggest knife of the whole block just falls <laughs> straight into her heart that's death is, baby that's death baby that's death baby death, death, <laughs> death is gonna and death. Then another explosion knocks the the, t- the, the, chair. the chair down and Tr- yeah. pushes it even further yes. yeah yep. i could love it oh, <laughs> I also when Devin Sawa comes in or Alex comes in and tries to save her or whatever, that's when he is so doing dumb. all this dumb thing. Yeah. And um, if you you probably noticed that uh, her door, the stained glass on her door is has like a dagger, dagger. on it. Yeah, I, so that's supposed to be. I a find it funny foreshadowing after the chair explodes <laughs> and it thwacks this butcher knife directly into her chest. <laughs> Alex takes it out, looking. At her dead body, like she's not alive, clearly, because they're doing a staring contest with each other. And like, what? At that, why would you pull that knife out? Like, there's no helping her. 
Like that's he does. I know oh, he's an idiot. Yeah, he just does it out of reflex. But he also yeah. does it in the most dramatic way possible. I almost expected him when he's holding it and he like he like looks at it. I expected him to be like, oh. <laughs> maybe that's why he does so much mouth breathing acting is he's like that's just the character he's just playing dumb characters Al- Alex, yeah, gonna, he Alex, plays all Alex. his characters as dumb uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he comes and he's like okay this Alex guy I like him a lot but what if what if what if he's dumb <laughs> wait, this, wait, is, this dumb? is definitely like this is the hardest part of the movie for me to swallow like just generally yeah. because there's there's so many things in that that just wouldn't happen. Vodka in a bottle would not explode. It also mm-hmm. wouldn't burn that vigorously. Even if you had like 151, it just burns a tiny little bit. It doesn't burn that much. Totally. So it like it's just frustrating because you couldn't even make it believable. This is like, you know, the the who is this movie not for? It's not for people who want the deaths to make sense, right? Like, right. I I just can't get, and I and I still it makes me so mad that <laughs> Alex just just gets picked up by the cops outside her house and runs right the fuck back, runs into a burning building, takes a knife out of a corpse just to put his fingerprints on it, and then runs back Steps out blood. and then does a like. You know, jumping in slow motion explosion thing. I just can't. <laughs> Alex makes a lot of dumb choices. He's not the smartest. He's he plays dumb. I mean, that's yeah. that's and and then death be death and it's death, baby. But doesn't that's that give death. death so many opportunities? But it's not death. That's the thing. We keep calling it death. I don't think it's really death behind the wheel here. It's the intern. Uh, oh, it's the intern. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hoopla in between. I don't know if you want, but I was going to say, let's get to, to Billy's death. Oh, yeah. Which is going to be the next one, which well, happens well, after the car ride. Before we before we get there, can I just bring up, I think it could be a good time to talk about Claire's obsession. Claire. 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 <laughs> Claire's obsession with Alex and how like Alex is fucking traumatized and just bumbling around and she's like you're my boyfriend now (laughs) well she's like she's like we have never talked in the we've been in high school for three years and we've never said a word to each other yeah in a very like she's been watching him from like the corner of the classroom the whole time yeah yes i think i would have been really nervous if i was alex after seeing i i welded this sculpture of you. you and then like and oh, then start yeah. stroking its undeniable face. attraction. And yeah. like, this is this is how you make me feel, Alex. All tangled up inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have just been like, "Oh, so you're gonna murder me? You will kill me later on in this." Okay. Oh yeah, enough. absolutely. But he's 17, so, so he's like, I'll, "I'll deal with that. That's fine." At this point, <laughs> when they so this is they've all gone to find Alex, and she finds mm-hmm. him on the beach, right? Yeah. yeah. In the original film. So this movie, uh, New Line does a lot of screen tests, and mm-hmm. apparently people loved it except for certain things. And in the original, at this part, they have sex on that beach. Oh shit! Um, or you know, it's implied. It cuts away before you see anything. Sure. So oh, I get that. See, that would make sense. Is now the relationship when the dialogue turns to baby is after the beach scene because because she another deleted scene is her throwing away of. A positive pregnancy test into a basket full of other positive pregnancy tests. What? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. That quickly? I mean, 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into the deleted scenes. Well, that's why they got rid of it. This doesn't make sense. Get it out of here. I did like in the Carter driving sequence before the train tracks that like he wants to kind of take himself out and he kind of wants to take everyone else out in the car but like death or what the intern is not letting him do so like he's literally being like there's so many opportunities to kill i think like that's an interesting concept because it's like they wanting to jump the line do you think he was actually trying to kill them i i I had like certain ones where he has like the hands above the wheels and like driving there's a part of me was like he intentionally wanted to get into an accident but death was adverting that every single time because, like, I think d- you can't yeah, kill yourself. You. I'm going to kill you. Like, mm-hmm. you have to wait. Death spent 20 hours setting up the string of dominoes that leads mm-hmm. to them dying. Oh, yeah. And God damn it, it's going to do it that way. Yeah. He just, yeah. Uh, he yeah. saw him speeding through town. He was like, ah, oh, fuck, a uh, train. So I got to set up a train yeah. thing real quick. Clear, clear you're seeing a train now and go <laughs> mm-hmm. this is where i can i can forget about the other stuff i think like ooh, death is really here death is playing game like like it's just happening to be happening mm-hmm. right but at this moment is where i thought death is cheating a little bit because they like lock the seatbelt. they lock the doors and i'm like no this is not mm, fair, Death. Wait a this minute. is not mm-hmm. fair. But it's really... I would have... That's something I, yeah. a slasher would do, <laughs> Death. <laughs> See, I would have... I agree with you. I would have liked to have, like, just the seatbelt not working. Yeah. And then, like, the doors being able to be open. So, like, but they're trying to desperately get him out of the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it is very slasher-esque. <laughs> where, like, everyone gets out totally fine, totally normal. And the second Carter wants to get out... Bam. Every single lock locks. The windows go up. Tutti Fruity starts playing like it's fucking Christine. And like, <laughs> and then he's just, uh, then he's just locked inside of there. Like, yeah, I figured like the belt was enough. Yeah. I think a lot of it probably has to do, I mean, this is just guessing at this point. The fact that they're probably don't know what they're doing with it yet. Yeah. I feel like I, 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 we'll see once we revisit there and go into the, the future installments, uh, installments, what they kind of mm-hmm. do with it or everything. I think, yeah, they still just like, what is death? What is this thing that's chasing them? Is it, what is it? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. What is <laughs> life, man? But well, it's so, so they make, I think, so no, it's a really good point though. Cause I think like with uh, the teacher's death is obviously the most implausible, plausible <laughs> death I think in the bunch where it's like what like they have this giant sandbox of like, OK, so like we have we're going to kill these people. How should we kill these people? And then like like then they write down like their suggestion box. And they're like, all right, well, is this too much? Fuck it. Let's film it. Let's see if it works. And then because it seems like they did an array of different kinds of deaths in this from like accidental to like ludicrous and I thought, like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, Woo. it's like a litmus test for the next sequel. We're like, hmm, do they like the wacky yeah. ones, or do they like the, right. the straightforward right. ones? It was like they got the the room to play with it, and just we're like, let's just take it all over the place mm-hmm. again. Speaking out of like guessing yeah. what they might have been thinking. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and they could be slowly building towards more ridiculous. All right, they're like, they're all right. They're, if we if people are on board, let's right try to test the waters, further. see which way they w- w- want people to go. But um, 
Billy's, Billy's death, death. Fucking yeah. awesome. Amazing. You're dead. You're dead. And you're not taking me with you, pal. And then a metal piece slices his head off. Yeah. His kappa mm-hmm. was detained. That was cool. But like, it's fucked up though, because it's like, it kept his lower jaw. Mm-hmm. So it's just from his upper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a cool one. I liked it. Mm-hmm. So his 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 premonition his thing that's shown before in the the airport thing is that when he's looking out at the the plane taking off when you look at it, the reflection of his face and the plane in it it's it's going like right at the, oh, the line cool. where it cuts his head uh, off oh nice yeah. which that's is fun. fun yeah that yeah and i think again they, they I like they, that death really took these things that happened to them once they got off the plane and worked that into their death later well it's <laughs> like it's like death yeah got the file on them Right. At a later Gave point, to his intern. saw the whole like thing, the mm-hmm. history of what ha- happened since, and it's like, okay, go with that. There's something in here. Find it. Figure it That's out. That's how you're right. gonna kill him. It's like death is death is a teacher giving out an assignment to students of death. <laughs> that oh, makes so, this so is, much sense. Is, you, you guys are really getting yeah. me on board with this because <laughs> it does make sense that an intern has this job. And he accidentally gave this one guy a vision of what was supposed to happen, and now he's trying to he's trying to make oh, it fuck. up before death that, finds that. out. You know, like <laughs> oh, oh yeah, he's the guy giving the other, yes. Yes. The other yes. fucking it up every oh, time. Fuck, I keep. I, I'm on board. I'm on board. It's like he's hanging out with the plans, and it's like you know, you, you drop the picture of the train accidentally, and that ha- that manifests yep. under the window. It'd be fun to Fuck. see if this intern <laughs> continues throughout the series, or if- <laughs> I cannot wait to find out. <laughs> or if they really evolve and like develop their skill. I mean, I think it's a real growing process. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Now we get crazy hermit Alex in the woods, right? Eating cat food. <laughs> oh my god, mm-hmm. tetanus. Whatever that's the hell a good one. Oh, that's a rusted. I like tetanus. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's in the worst. Well, fucking and Sergio place made a really good point here when we were watching it because he was like, "You go through all of this effort to cover everything with duct tape so that nothing, nothing can hurt you or anything, and then you use a can opener, can opener to open a can. Now having this extremely like razor sharp edge right next to your face as Not you're good. eating. Foolish." A lot of well, a lot I, of the if, choices. His there. final touch was putting a piece of duct tape from one wall to another doll wall in front of a shelf in a lamp. <laughs> and it was like, all right, good, I'm safe now. This will do it. shit. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but he leaves the closet full of sharp objects, sharp enough to pierce mm-hmm. the wood when it's slightly ajar. That's not locked. He or forgot taped. about Death that. Found the one thing he forgot about: that closet full uh-huh. of sharp objects. Yeah. <laughs> and then he slams his hand on the door to close it. Mm-hmm. I want to see the cut where <laughs> his hand goes into the fucking <laughs> sharp, sharp object. object that's poking oh, out of it. I like they never <laughs> explain what that is. <gasps> oh shit! It looks like like a like a like Knife a climbing axe. Oh, okay. Like a, I, I do have a question. So at this point. Does he, is that like him escaping death? Because this is the moment where he realizes like, I never switched my seat. So my seat technically it's clear. Like, yeah, you're right. It's like he's trying to protect himself, but also everyone else. Because if death can't get to him, it won't technically get to anybody else. Go to the next. But right. it's weird because f- death is pump faking him because it's <laughs> actually going oh, after yeah. cl- clear. 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 Uh, See, this is when the, 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 the death student has turned in its assignment. Yeah. And real death is like, no, you got to fuck with them a little bit now. Now we're going down this road. So, like, he thinks he's next. 
Let him think he's next. Yeah. Do like some weird parlor break. tricks. <laughs> <laughs> While Clear is getting like that sequence of events at her house is just fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congrats, the dog survived. I was so happy about so, that. Yes. I, was, I was so happy about uh, that. My, my note on that is... Thank God that dog. Thank God that dog was not supposed to be on that plane. <laughs> I was gonna say that dog wasn't on that plane. Exactly. No. But hold on. So it's like what? It's the storm. What storm? Power line goes down. Then the power line goes down. She tries like. Then the pool gets pierced. She so has a like wire. a clothing, cl- like a drying thing that's sort of that umbrella style. Clothesline. Yeah. Line. Oh yeah. yeah. That almost impales her. Yeah, and then it pierces the pool. So now she gets onto the house right before the ground gets electrified. And then tries to In escape the through the garage. Yeah, she yeah. car to the garage. Backs Ooh. out through the 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 arm for the automatic garage, falls into the car, and then there's gas or, or there's oil uh inside the garage that catches on fire. And then I think that's when Alex gets there when a, and knocks up somehow the a gas canister gets knocked over and shot under the car while the electric wire is flopping all around on the hood. So many, there's so, so many death waves. <laughs> this is like death is acting a little pathetic. He's just like, fuck, he's fuck. fucking pit. He's like playing he's Xbox, pissed. like X, X, A, 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 like it's any just, combination. It's just me. Just I forgot everything. all the combinations that you need. Mashing. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Intern button mashing. Intern, intern, exactly. Intern, yeah, the intern being like, fuck, 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 fuck. I like it also. What was the FBI shows up at the same time? Like, Alex, don't get out of there. And he looks at her. He's like, you know what you have to do? Let me do this. Or I'll always be with you. Oh, and yeah. Wraps that's up the wire and, and dies. up. Presumably, Shocks whatever blows up and comes then, back yeah. to li- yeah, all that. Six months later, uh, players, they've got a plane. Paris they finally make their trip to Paris. I like in their cheer. Alex says, "I still can't believe we got it on a plane." And I'm like, "Yeah, me fucking yeah. either." Like, are you only six months later? Yeah. Six it's months fresh too. Oh, and you lost yeah. a lot more people from then on. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> so many uh-huh. more people. How Where clearly crazy it, shit was happening. But how is Alex detained by the FBI? At oh, this point? excellent yeah. question. And how was he not just banned for life from the uh, airline? From flying? Well, yeah. he, he they took a different airline. I think he's escaping. <laughs> I think this is pre nine eleven. That's right. When they're when they're hanging out at their little table, they all do a cheers. They go to Terry, to Todd. To everyone else. They don't mention Billy at all, who they watch get decapitated. (laughs) They also don't mention the teacher who Carter was so upset that, like, that that she died that that, he just doesn't matter anymore. It's fine. They're everyone else. That's part of that. They covered that in everyone else. That's included. (laughs) Everyone in between. It's it's implied in the everyone else. And then we obviously get the the realization that, nope. See, death was waiting for him to realize it at this moment to to strike next. See, yeah, you want to know why? Because right. the fucking mm-hmm. ghost of John Denver followed them all the way <laughs> to fucking France with a French accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, this one is this is where you could talk to like different regions of like deaths controlling. There's international problems. So when they, I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Honestly, exactly. but they jurisdiction. Just all this international bureaucracy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, Euro death goes hard. Like this, Euro death does not fuck around. The, the, the sign that falls down uh, backwards would say 180. 
by the way. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> no, because it's like that one domino doesn't work, but that causes another domino to happen, which inadvertently, I'm assuming, it cuts a little late, uh, kills Carter. Yeah, right. they mm-hmm. yes. The intern like went back, was like, "Did I do a good job?" And and the the supervisor was like, "No, you're fired." And then took over. That's when we got France. That's when you had France. Exactly. Yeah. There's just a lot of shuffling of paperwork in the in between time. That's why we have six months where nothing yes. happens. Very I mean, like just, it, it got it got lost in the paperwork. Thanos I mean, so energy. Much fine, I'll do it myself. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then finally yeah. gets back onto his like desk. This thing still needs to be settled. Shit. All right. Yeah. Going to France. Oh, I'm just now you're dealing with you're dealing with Mac Daddy Death now. <laughs> Mac Daddy Death is going to France. I'm trying. I'm trying going to decide. The French branch, the French office. Bonjour. I'm trying to personally hey. decide if Carter gets because we cut right from there. Mm-hmm. We cut oh, he to gets the, it. I want. I want to know it. if he like splat. is like a cheese grater and it just goes through his body, Ooh, or he I want just goes so bad. smush. I want that so bad. That's for a later final destination for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I picture him like literally just like um, Resident Evil laser style, right? Or like that, where it's just like he just is just pre- or or it goes through him mm-hmm. and then he looks at you for two seconds and that weird trickle of blood comes down. I need a twitch. And then he's just, I need a twitch of his body. Like Yeah. Like then, uh, like like ghost ship. <laughs> just <laughs> drops. Oh wait, Cody, you haven't seen Ghost Ship. Nope. Holy so. shit. Cody, you're in for <laughs> holy shit. All right. Uh, That's great. So Does it, you guys have any more notes? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the ending. Let's rewind. So <laughs> In the version yeah. where <laughs> Clear is pregnant. Oh, yeah. And that before the test audience didn't like it, Devin Sawa does the like, hey, you know what to do. I'll always be with you. Knowing she's pregnant, grabs the wire to sacrifice himself to save her. And they're unborn. Completely child. catches in flames dies like twitching on the ground on fire holding this electric wire cut to clear in labor having a baby she names alex cut with alex's parents there comforting her and being with the baby cut to clear in alex's room which is also the nursery where what wind blows in and it's not because she looks at the fan and it's not the fan and wind blows and it blows like towards flowers and she goes oh, Alex <laughs> and it's him now cut he's to, dead yeah so now wind is life cut to wind is life her with the baby looking at the eagle statue and there's been an added plaque to the bottom for everybody else who died um or you know the people who died after getting on the plane mm-hmm. and carter is there and he says something like sorry she did sorry he didn't get to meet him she's like he meets him every day and then she's standing there with the baby and a autumn leaf of that big maple, the big green leaf that falls in front of him. And she mm-hmm. says the thing about autumn coming. Mm-hmm. 
and Autumn, one of those, falls down onto the camera, covering it up. And people fucking hated it. So they were like, all right, we're going to... Alex is going to live and Carter is going to die because nobody wants Carter to live and Alex to die. <laughs> That's very true. Well, it is. I mean, because like that one's more of like the hallmarky kind of ending to this. And when you have the whole movie built up like a like a not slasher slasher, mm-hmm. it's such a lackluster. It ending. is much more saccharine for sure, especially the stuff with like. The wind being Alex visiting her in the nursery in his room. Yeah. I do think I would have been okay if Alex did die. I think well, I would have been okay with that. You can watch the deleted like... scene. It's not <laughs> than you think. I'll recut it's... it. <laughs> like you yeah, could have had Alex dying, die, and been. then you could have maybe had you know uh, Clear and Carter or something in Paris making the final trip, and then have them die there. I think uh, having the people die at the end was still the correct way to go. The whole baby yeah because then then you got to make the timeline make sense with the autumn leaf and and that's definitely Uh. not a full nine months there between green leaf and autumn leaf and (laughs) you know we not that anything else makes sense in this movie but totally oh the other thing (laughs) no if you okay (laughs) in the uh in the in the original ending i just uh forgot to mention that when we see them all six months later, apparently this whole Final Destination experience has she's all that at Ali Larder's character clear because she's gone from like this bangy, brown haired, mousy nerd artist girl to like per, a sort of a stereotypical hot blonde. Yeah. Well, she has blonde um, in the, uh, the theatrical. Yeah. What I'm saying, but not the whole movie before that. Yeah, she was a brunette in the beginning of the movie. Right. Yeah, and movie. she's blonde at the end. I'm confused. What so, are you saying? I'm saying that going through this, ex- the final destination experience, she's all that at her. She went from a she got nursing- a makeover. She cut. She cut yeah. her bangs. She got a makeover. Oh, yeah, yeah. There. From this experience. I mean, wouldn't you want to change it up after going through this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The other people didn't. Devin Saw was still obsessed with why it skipped him. I think his hair was a little, <laughs> a little light, a little lighter. I don't know. <laughs> I think Allie Larder is usually blonde in she everything is, I've seen yeah. her in, except for mm-hmm. the most of this movie. Which right. means we're like, we need to we need to make you less hot, so let's go That's brunette. It. We're gonna make you brunette. And the bangs. Well, no, it's- the style of the bangs. They gave her a book. No way. <laughs> we need you to read. She welds. <laughs> oh, not wearing the God, correct well, welding weird. PPE either. By the way, you At need a, a you need a full face shield, not these tiny little goggles she's wearing. But oh, that no. doesn't look cool. It it actually it looks pretty <laughs> cool. It, cool. it looks pretty. So cool. you're saying oh, no, clear not for what they want to do? Who he's talking to? Yeah, like come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, anybody want to? Uh, anything else? Because I am done and ready to go to a break for tonight. Oh, I did have one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's Sam. Uh, Well, it got skipped so quickly. Uh, The uh, way back when Alex first finds Todd and meets his dad, or, you know, Todd's body, and his dad's like, uh, you know, he killed himself because of the guilt you brought him. He's like, that makes no sense. We were going to hang out. What, why would he make plans with me if he was thinking about killing himself? Oh, He's, he has such like a weird pace to it and quality. It was just like, 
I laughed out loud both times I watched it. So I couldn't not mention it. Not say it. And with that, I'm done. All right. Six again, part two. First question here. Would we survive this? I'm going to say no. no. Would we survive no, death? No. No. Cosmic death magic just makes things happen. <laughs> Water is more blue. Um, mm-hmm. It's Yeah, you're not surviving that. No. Vodka is gas fuel. Yeah, vodka is extremely flammable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Highly explosive. Uh, yeah. Maybe. It depends (laughs) if I have somebody that can save you. If I know the rules, if I can try and do this skip thing somehow, I'm not, I'm still not really sure how that works. It doesn't though. I mean, what, what happens if everyone just teams up to kill somebody out of order? Does it stop everything? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it just, I think it it just creates more paperwork. I mean, this is a fun (laughs) conundrum that every installment deals with differently. Which I find very interesting. True. I'm excited to see all these different theories tested and proven incorrect. (laughs) I just like, I need my like Jeff Goldblum impression to be like, death finds a way. (laughs) (laughs) And it does every single time. Uh, Did anything pull you out of the movie? I've already discussed it. The teacher's yeah, dad. enough. <laughs> Detective Shrek. I've I mean, said enough. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, think I've anything of additional. Teacher death, the windows at the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, oh, the blue toilet water, the water going back in under the toilet. I think um, the shadows, sure. the shadow like, oh, yeah. and sound yeah. effect. All yeah. when it I tried to like, yeah. Death as an entity was weird because it, it half-assed it. Really, and yeah, you could tell it didn't know what it was doing. Here's a new one for you guys. Uh, I'll we can start this off. Is this movie? If this movie was a band, what is their name and genre? So I called this one Eternal Fate, and they're a dark goth synthwave synthwave okay. band. Oh, that's good. I I went with pre plain poop, and <laughs> it's a ska band. That's what <laughs> yeah. uh, it sounds like a ska band. Yep. See, this is very me, but for me, I would say um, their name is No Escape and they're a gothic metal Ooh, band. Ooh, nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep, that works. Very good. Cool. I'm going to go with uh, Mouth Breathers and they're uh, <laughs> like a punk band. Nice. Oh, Classic 100%. Punk. Classic. I'm punk. going with McDaddy McDeath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of music they play. You guys tell oh, me. <laughs> McDaddy oh. McDaddy Death. McDeath sounds like some sort of soul, soul funk. Yeah, it's either that or like a thrash flogging Molly. Oh, see, I would have gone with like a rock and roll band, sort of classic seventies rock. Hey, everybody, we're McDaddy. So you tell us in the Discord. So you tell us. Yeah, you M- tell us what McDaddy McDeath. What does that McDaddy McDeath scream to you? <laughs> it's like the return of the McRib. <laughs> ah, that's the yes. name of the album. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is there anything about this movie that is unusual for the genre? I mean, I said it could be depending on which yeah. genre you place it in. I, yeah, I think with this one, it's not the first movie. I think it was trying to be a little having death as the main villain, but this one in a way in almost a slasher esque take. I guess would be the best way of putting that. Is that like it's a slasher archetype, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's using death as the murder machine, as the slasher. Yeah. Yeah, it feels yeah, like a slasher I, movie. Mm-hmm. I, sure. I would agree with that. And and I mentioned it at the beginning, but I do think that it's really interesting that this 
this just became such a part of pop culture at the time. Like, I feel like to a certain extent, everyone has kind of like heard of Freddie mm-hmm. and Jason and everything. But like, like, like my sister will not ride on escalators because the Final Destination trailer for one of the movies, I'm sure, had an escalator death. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> and so now she 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 hates escalators because she's convinced <laughs> that her sure. foot will get caught. And it'll just eat her up. Like. I, I I really do think that this is something unique about specifically Final Destination because it just it because it's so, all these innocuous things that we do every oh, day. Oh, totally. Um, it just like penetrates that part. It makes it more grounded because it's like you know when you have certain well, just uh, most most slashers, but like so, like say like I'm not at Camp Crystal Lake. I'm not at you know what I mean. Like I'm not in. Uh, I'm not getting hunted by a dreamscape slasher. Like you know. I go on airplanes. I drive in my car. I turn my computer on. You know, like there's there's a more house. (laughs) It's a very accessible slasher because it's death. Death is a real thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there or what is the message of this movie? Look both ways. Is death a fate? Can you (laughs) escape fate? Destiny? That kind of stuff. Escape the fate. If you have a vision of you and everyone that you love dying in some horrible fashion, just let it happen. Oh. Just let it play out. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, let it play out. I'll take jeez. my chances. Oh, interesting. Well, okay. that's that's the message, right? If he you can't if, escape, death. if he just, yeah, it, it ended up being worse. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that being the? I mean, I'd, I'd rather get the my the top of my head cut off than my face burned in jet fuel. Oh my god. Could, that would be the what about you that guys? would be the best <laughs> yeah, that would be the best like I don't know twist to a movie like this where it's like you have the premonition and then you have this entire movie but that entire movie is a premonition so you just stay on the plane. Like you realize how terrible it's going to be and how everyone's Whoa. just going to get fucked up. So you just have another one you're like, "Oh, okay, I guess I'm just going to I'll just can I get some peanuts? Uh huh. I want one where the they have their vision and they get off, and then it is a slasher movie where like it's still they're all gonna end up getting killed through death's grand plan, but the grand plan was to send Jigsaw after oh. him. Oh, uh, it's a world where slashers exist and death just sends a slasher after mm-hmm. him instead of an intern. Well, I mean, okay. You can expand upon that maybe in a little bit. Um, how would you make the film gooier? Is our next question oh. here, and I think I, this is pretty easy. Most of the deaths could just have more absolutely, blood, yeah. Big blood I already explained and, my idea for the for the ending. Mm-hmm. So there, there, there's lots, there's so, lots yeah. there for sure. All right, six returns, part three, villain level one to ten. Uh, I broke this down to power level. I mean, it's death. It's 10. And presumably it's unescapable. It gets a five for power level. It's iconography, though. I only gave it a three because there's no real... It's tough because it's not visual. It's not exactly. like mm. uh, Jason or Freddy or something. But it does have like the whole... We've talked about it. It sort of gifted, gifted, cursed a whole generation of like with different anxieties for different things yeah. mm-hmm. because it it came up with sort of this whole new fear of a whole bunch of little things coming together to equal your death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, I would, maybe it's so not a, I give it an eight total. Eight. I, I'll give it, man, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a nine. I, I, 
nine or ten for me. Give it whatever you yeah, want. Nine point five. Yeah. How about that? Nine point five. Because it's like I think it's even creepier that there's not a visualization of death as death is this like encompassing blanket all around us and like it's just around us at all times you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i think that is like the air like and the, the wind. wind murder wind mm-hmm. yeah nine, five, that's five. another band murder murder wind, murder nice. wind. i'm down for that <laughs> do you guys have an opinion or a villain feeling level? villain level I- I, I struggle with this because I I get the arguments about it's inescapable and there are certainly some iconic deaths that are here, but I just like I just can't I can't <laughs> give it a high score personally. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it a score. Oh, I can't figure damn. out how to score no it in a score. fair way. That nice. bad? No, no not, that's all. not me saying. That, that's not me saying that I'm that I'm giving it a zero. I don't think that that's no, true. I, think, I just think that like this is good though. I think this is good because we're gonna be venturing down the death d- doorway a bunch of times. So you we're gonna like, see how yeah, you feel. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, We'll ask this question yeah, again. This is just like first date death. You know what I mean? Like this is like, you know, like we don't really know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like we gotta wait till we get to the other ones to kind of like Yeah. Well that's all right. Blurgio. <laughs> <laughs> uh villain? How bad like how, how much of a baddie this is? That's yeah, one through ten. Oh no, but I like I would be afraid of this this death man, death person, death <laughs> I don't blame you. I, I I would I would make it I like if like if my friend was came up to me and was like that's design it's going to get you you're next I'm fucking creeping out so 7 personal awesome. I think that's pretty adequate good score um, score 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 what is the worst sequel new one worst sequel idea you can imagine for this movie I'll start it off this huh. sequel involves finding the embodiment of life just like death has a design so does life and they have to find this <laughs> other force that allows them to combat yeah death <laughs> I would be like that'd be a wild be. crazy turn you got to see Final Destination 2 and they just yeah lean into this oh, whole but- but then you can have a Final Destination three where it's all the force of death and the forces of life like against oh, each other in this oh, like yeah, this whole cataclysmic yeah, battle. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, the worst sequel. Maybe like death takes a vacation. So like all this horrible shit happens, but no one dies. So that nobody knows really. No one can, no die. One can die. It's like what's, yeah, happening? what's happening? Where's everyone? So everybody just like blows up in an airplane and it lands and they're like, help, kill me. <laughs> a whole bunch like of turtles, a, dude. A whole bunch of turtles. Splatters, turtles on the ground. <laughs> Please kill me. Thank God it's a world where everyone, t- yeah, just turtles. I'm going to take the like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 route and death mm. is within somebody mm. and mm. They, they, they release death in its true form. Okay. Somehow. Yeah. No, I kind of like that. Maybe Ooh, that's not the worst yeah. way, but I, yeah, <laughs> it's you know. funny. Yeah, I every time we think of these worst things, I always tend to be like, "Hey, maybe I'd watch that." <laughs> I think for me, uh, the worst sequel would be like just a complete retcon where it starts up with like you see the vision again, but then Alex wakes up and he's like, he wasn't even at the airport; he was just in his bed. And like, mm-hmm. it turns out that this is after Paris, and everything went fine, and nothing <laughs> happened, and then he's just paranoid the entire oh movie. My god. <laughs> wow! Oh god! Yeah, just yeah, none of it happened, and he's just a crazy. He's just a crazy. He's just oh, crazy. No. I think the worst sequel would be 
Alex and Claire do have a kid and only that he has a vision about the kid dying and saves his kid. But now only this baby is in danger of a vital destination. Oh, so all these ang- anxiety inducing scenes of stuff happening to come together to kill something are about to happen to a baby every time you watch that scene. It's like Final oh Destination thing. and Baby's Day Out. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. 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 I was thinking like this is like a family <laughs> horror movie where like you just look one way and he's like grabbing wires. Absolutely. Being like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, no. Because he's in a puddle grabbing wires. That's based in a lot of reality. And it turns out it's because and it's because he only baby proofed the house using duct tape. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> corks. You just put corks on everything, and there's duct tape. Corks and duct tape. Yeah, he a piece of duct tape from a ceiling, and was That'll like, be fine. perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, would you buy the soundtrack or score on vinyl? Nope. I said no. Nah, there's I'm, no creed. I like. There's no. There's no fucking creed. creed. No fucking way. No fucking creed. I don't need no. any creed. I'm sorry. That's Ooh, only you're not taking me higher real then. song in the movie. Right? You're not taking me higher, Brian. Song. I'm sorry, Sam. I, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> the only nine inch nail. The, the nine inch nail song is the only song in the movie, right? Oh no, the John Denver song. John yeah, the, all the John Denver John song. Yeah, I was like, if I, I said I, I'll listen to that nine inch nail song, and I'm not a big John Denver guy, so I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass. Anything action figure worthy as well? I said, meh, not really. Um. I don't know that there's anything I'd want. Just no. sell an empty Bert case Alex? and, ha- and just <laughs> and call death. it death. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I do want that. Yes, <laughs> oh, that is funny. When maybe the bus? Oh my! Action bus with okay. like the remains mm-hmm. in the front. Oh yeah. <laughs> what mm. if you had action figures <laughs> that were like water balloons, <laughs> and then you could just use the bus to splat them, so they would just explode at any time? Oh. <gasps> Oh, interesting. Okay. You could. You could. Is there a yeah, merch or prop you would want from the film? I mean, I do think we've we've already decided that the t-shirt design of like Tony Todd's monologue entire monologue with the, skull. With the design. Uh-huh. Oh, from yeah, merch. Yeah. I'll take that as merch. I was like, maybe the top half of uh, Billy's head. Ooh. Oh, that'd be a very oh, cool prop yeah. to have. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want that really cool art piece that is Alex and Clear's the bobblehead relationship <laughs> to each other. It's really silly, but the one that I would want would be Todd, T O D from the magazine that gets ripped oh, up. The little piece of paper. It's German yeah. for death. It's funny. It's nice. It's small. Uh, it's compact. Got to look for the signs. Fits See, I actually, I think another T-shirt that I would want is I would want like the artwork style from the airplane cover but i want the plane and all the people like from the mm. airport watching in the background see i want the whole last memorial st- a statue like the actual <laughs> statue <laughs> yes. Yes. the actual like hawk all right thing next time birds. we record i want to see that behind you guys <laughs> right, right here. what happened to the glowing ghost nothing we just replaced it with this giant <laughs> statue. Got a fucking 12 foot We're literally like just up wingspan eagle Tax we busted hard into this series, guys. All right, <laughs> what would you do at the midnight show? I said, when anyone's about to die or things, you yell out some sort of warning. Watch, Watch out for us. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> or um, or or whenever the death scene starts, people could go. 
It's getting breezy in here. It's getting breezy in here. <laughs> Ooh, or just yeah. everyone blows. Everybody has pocket fans. I was, thinking, I was gonna say, anytime you hear a John Denver song, the whole audience just says John fucking Denver. Oh, that's good. Mm, I don't have any. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. No problem. Uh then that brings us into our ratings for tonight. Oh, it's shoot. Time We're here to we've landed. Pull out yeah something some sort of machine that'll eventually cut off our fingers as we rate this film on our chuttle scale zero to five fingers chop them off at your leisure engaging sticky t-shirtable cockables cockables and rewatchables uh ross go ahead and go first oh thanks um all right we're gonna go with engaging um man this is gonna get it's gonna get a one for engaging um i i even the hokier parts, I was fully engaged just because of, uh, it's, I don't know, it's 2000, it's just 2000 cinema. I don't know. There's something about 2000 cinema that just has that like, mm, it's weird. It's cheese, but it's good cheese. Uh, sticky. I am still fucked up to this day about like certain played stuff, bathroom accessories. Like the, I, you'll never see any of my bathtubs have a clothesline in the middle of it. Fuck that. Like no way. It's the only time I've ever seen one, to be honest. <laughs> All of mine have them now. No, like, this movie is so good at being sticky in the fact that, like, it's everyday shit that could kill you is fantastic. T-shirtable, yeah. we already covered that. We've got a monologue with a skull and a photo of the back. Uh, so that's going to get a one from me. Um, Cockles? Cockles, this one's a weird one. Cockles gets a point five for me because, like, it was, it was good, but... It could have the deaths could have been better. They could have been gooier. There could have been a lot more uh, je ne sais quoi. Uh, uh, just the just the I didn't get it. It's a good at any, mm-hmm. like it was good. good. They, they, was they were good. rocked, but not milk. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, rewatchable. Mm, rewatchable is also going to get a point five for me. I do enjoy this movie, but it is not in any kind of rotation for me. I think there's some of the other mm-hmm. installments that get a lot zanier that I would probably jump first on watching i sure. get that makes sense to me all right sam you're up next that's right i am would you like to know what my score oh, that was is a four by the way nope on to the next let's go <laughs> over to me four out of five for the big ross dog all right engaging yeah that's a one it uh, it's got good pacing it keeps you interested even at the parts that pull you out you're still you're still Except for that credit scene. That Get rid was. of that credit mm-hmm. scene. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Sticky. I'm going to go 0.5 because I, I remember this just more conceptually, but it never, unlike Ross, I've never been afraid to go on a plane or use a bathroom He's because a of this boy. movie. <laughs> Ross can't do either anymore. I can't do any it's of really it. really difficult. <laughs> um, I've just been in this room surrounded by corks and duct tape. Uh, since the year 2000. <laughs> it's a life. <laughs> T-shirtable. <laughs> I'm going to go 0.5 there as well. Um, I like the movie. I don't love the movie. The original poster is a badass poster. And uh, I would just work well on a shirt. I see it now. Cockles. That's going to be a 0.5 as well. Certainly... I, I and part of it, I'm not even sure if it's nostalgia bringing me back to it or not. Um, I don't know how I'd react to it as a new viewer, 
but 0.5 and rewatchable is going to be the same thing. Probably never watch this on its own. I would go to the other ones first, but if I'm obviously, if I were going to do a final destination watch, I'd watch this one and I want to be upset that I did. I just mm -hmm. don't need to revisit it, which gives it a Beautiful. three out of five for me. That's pretty good too. Damn. All right. Over to myself. Um, engaging, uh, gets a one. I kind of, uh, you know, echoing what you guys said, mm -hmm. good pacing on it. I was well engaged the whole mm -hmm. time, as ridiculous as it got or not as in and out of it as it took me. I was still engaged with it and had fun watching it. So definitely a one for there. Uh, in terms of sticky, this is where it's going to get a 0.5 for me. This isn't the one that has caused me any sort of anxiety at looking at things. We'll get to other ones and it's not like, some of the big ones people talk about later in the franchise, oh, you know, you can never drive on the highway the same way and stuff. There's there's other things in those that I always look out for and we'll get into and stuff. Totally. This one gets a 0.5. It, it's, it's, you know, halfway there. <laughs> oh. T-shirtable, full one. Um, I have a final, I didn't wear it tonight, but I have a Final Destination t-shirt. I think there's oh. plenty of good imagery and, and fun things to do with it. So it totally gets the one from me on that one. Cockles, again, on this one is going to get the 0.5 treatment just because <laughs> I like the, the ones later on a little bit more. This one is just, again, the, the start to what I really like out mm -hmm. of stuff later in the series them figuring things out i like it but it's not fully there rocked but not milked as we like to say <laughs> and rewatchable gets one i'd watch this one again i watched this twice with no problem i would go back again freely or you know especially if you know i was going to watch the whole thing again but yeah it gets the one so that gives that a four as well all right cody sergio how are you doing how are you feeling you feel free to use our scale we would love it or give us your own thoughts how about we say it at the same Ooh, time no. ready no and <laughs> <laughs> so uh i'll go first so we can end on a positive note um Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so engaging i think i would I think I would give this a 0. 0.5. I don't feel strongly enough to give this a zero. I like, I was watching it, you know, I, I just, it wasn't like, it wasn't my favorite. Sure. Um, Sticky. I would also agree with you, Brian. I know that there are scenes from movies that we have yet to see that just from the trailers <laughs> years ago, I still remember. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing of that in this movie. I'm, I'm not like, a nervous flyer, which is probably the biggest thing that this could get at. So, you know, I I thought it was fine. I'd say a 0.5 for mm -hmm. that as well. Um, T-shirtable, I'll give that a full one. Uh, I have some great ideas for T-shirts, and and I would 100% wear it. Cody will be starting <laughs> nice. his Etsy shop oh, soon. Yeah. All right. Um, cockles, I'm going to give this a zero. Ooh, no. It's okay. So, no cockles. And then... And then rewatchable, I will give a tentative 0.5 only because having not seen the rest of the movies, I don't know mm -hmm. if I would want to like, I think that I would, I would watch this if the other movies would make a good, like overall, uh, like sit down and watch the whole franchise and a sure. big movie marathon sort mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. So I just don't know that I'll give it a 0.5. So that's a two and a half for me. 
Makes that's pretty. Yeah. That's not bad. No, not bad. <laughs> Hello, my name is Sergio, and I'm about my, about to pre- present to you my ratings, Blurgio. Um, <laughs> so engaging. I was engaged. I'll give this a one. I think I'm always engaged, unless like because this has become a comfort movie to me. So I will put it in the background whenever. But mm-hmm. when I need to watch it, I'm engaged uh, throughout the whole thing. Uh, sticky. This movie sticks to me a lot. That opening sequence is always fucking like iconic to me. I think it's really effective to this day. Um, and I think it's it sucks because I think my rating is gonna be based off of nostalgia mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um mine is very, right? very like, dipped in nostalgia. <laughs> in nostalgia. So uh I would give where where am I? Sticky? I'm still yep. sticky. One. Um T-shirtable, I will I will give this a point five because I think the only thing I would want to wear is uh the poster, but nothing really else. So I think I'm gonna give this a point five. Uh cockles, I there's also another hard one because on its own, I would want to give this a one, but compared to the franchise or like the ones that I have mm-hmm. seen, mm-hmm. it doesn't really match up. So I'm mm-hmm. a little a little torn. So it's only fair that I give it a point five. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair. That is only um, fair. And rewatchable, I will give it a one because I, I obviously I will rewatch this again oh, yeah. and again. Beautiful. So what's that? Four, four, yeah. four out of five. All right. Welcome Those to the four. Pretty good right? score. Do those scores feel oh. right in your heart, guys? Yeah, yeah. Feels good. That feels right. Four feels. Death. Wonderful. Do you want to speak on our behalf? <laughs> oh, four <laughs> oh, <laughs> scores. Okay. Thank you, Death. As we finish up tonight's episode, we're going to close out with our final two questions. First, does Final Destination belong in the Chuddle Club Crypt? Average score of four or more. Sam? Yes. No. No, it does not. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I trust you. But no. (laughs) (laughs) With two fours and a three. That is going to be a 3.7, we'll call it, out of five. Interesting. That matches up with some other score, recent scores. All right. Um, to finish us off, would you rather time? Would you rather have the ability to foresee your own death like Alex in the movie or have the power to save others from their impending deaths but at the cost of your own life? <laughs> So presumably you could help someone not die, but you would die. You could cease. I would, or you could just know when you're going to die. I, this, this one came from AI as well. uh, Honestly, I would probably, I I'd murk myself to help someone out. I mean, like, cause you have the choice in that. It's like, do you see other people's death, like everyone's death and you just get to intervene in one of them and get killed? Or is it like, that is tough. Yeah, also, I wouldn't want that. Because that would be real. Do I immediately would... combust if I tell somebody? Oh. Um, like, I don't know. Don't. You're going to get crushed by a bus and then I combust? Just explode. Well, presumably. Oh, no. I, just, I, I think it would be. I think it would be even worse because in this scenario, it's like you can foresee it, but you can't stop it. So, you know, it's going to happen. It just haunts you forever versus you give up yourself, but you completely save somebody else. And I feel like that comes out of more. You don't know when or where that's going to happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? Okay. I, I think I would probably be more the second personally. Same second. I don't. I wouldn't want to know about my impending yeah. or my death when or however. I don't care about knowing about anything. my death. Of course, you I don't. I lean towards knowing about my death. I lean towards because then <laughs> I know like. <gasps> Other shit's not gonna kill me, right? I don't need to worry about that because that's not how I die. I guess it's like, but two different things of impending doom. You know what I mean? I'm not that carefree. Yeah. So. Well, because I think <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you're, well, you know oh, you're just gonna know die I'm one gonna day die. anyway, right? Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, but if you're no, haunted, I'd rather know that. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, but I'm the exception. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> leper. Don't um, skip me. No, but it's the difference between like having haunting dreams or like visions of your own death versus haunting visions of someone else's mm-hmm. death but then you don't know how when you're going to die to intervene to help them you know what i mean like i guess you're still dying either way except like one version you're someone else's death and the other one it's your own death one version you can drive down the highway without any anxiety because you know you're gonna die of old age in your sleep or whatever it shows you whereas the other one i the the mechanisms are still uncertain and to be frank there's not many people that i would sacrifice my life for very few most of them are in my house right now so <laughs> plus that would take a lot of work because i then have to convince the other no, person i'm to here to save like, you i promise Yo, i'm here to save you i'm a hero come with me if you uh, want to live <laughs> i was gonna say the same thing sam <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it, I think it depends on all like the scenarios. Yeah, if it's you're saving, I don't know, not saving one anymore. person or Thanks. like you know, I don't know. It's tens of thousands others. of people. Yeah. Then, that's then what I it might is. Be a little more yeah, self-sacrificial. way to be selfish. This is saving the world, oh, sh- and you just oh, chose to save yourself. <laughs> Good job. I'll be like Carter, or I, I forgot to mention his line. You are of, like Carter I'm never going to die. <laughs> I'm never going to die. <laughs> I believe he says that exactly. Yeah, that's. I believe that's after um, he pull after Alex pulls Carter out of the car and he said something about I saw the broken seatbelt. Uh, Carter says to him, "You're the fucking devil." <laughs> <laughs> it happened so quickly, you almost don't notice it, but it's pretty good. Uh, Carter's the best. All right, Carter, <laughs> Carter you dick. For tonight, our Channel Club movie meeting for tonight. As a movie club, you members are the heart and soul, so don't forget to jump into the Discord, the the best place to continue this conversation with us, as well as other club members and past Mm. guests. Huge thank you to Cody, Sergio, Horror Bandwagon. We love you guys so much, and thank you for going on past journeys into the future ones ahead of us. This will not be our final Go check out everything of theirs. Oh ah, yeah! Thank it you, has Ross. Just begun. It has I'm just not begun. That <laughs> I'm actually, I'm so looking forward to what Cody is going to think of so the oh. other movies <laughs> and how it's going to go. But Cody loves campy. Oh, I do. I love campy shit. So I think he's going to love it. You thought the teacher's death was bonkers? <laughs> just oh, we'll get that. Just the appetite. going to be bumpy. I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for for allowing us to come back oh, please. Uh, you guys locked the door but yeah, you know we we, we, we broke in it's well here's the thing you're not we're not locked in here with you you're locked in here. <laughs> oh shit who's locked in what with if you <laughs> I, yeah. what if, what if oh yeah 
yeah honestly though this is always so much fun thank you so much for having us back again I cannot wait to watch all these other movies I think I'm gonna have to watch them all again like this week and then just watch them again and oh you're just gonna go down the the tunnel I had to stop myself from doing a marathon Thank you guys. Go check out everything that they have. Their 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 YouTube's. Mm-hmm. Their they have a sweet YouTube's. Discord. That oh, shit's popping over nice there. Discord. Get into that. Thank you. Yeah, we're jealous. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, beautiful. Nice it's tables and chairs over there. Exactly. They got <laughs> <laughs> very jealous of the furniture. Anyway, <laughs> Sam at Chubble Sam on Letterbox. Ross at Ross Purvis on Instagram. All of us at Chubble the Pod on all the places. Pretty much. Uh, rate and review us. Be sure to tell a friend. It helps us so much. And until next time, you don't even want to fuck with that man.